When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome, greetings, high five, and happy, happy, all that. My name is Alan Cox. Thank you for showing up. Hello. Say hi to Bill Squire, who's right over there. Hey, everybody. Erica Lauren is right over there. Pageant wave. Go Cavs! First place in today's Bjork lookalike contest, apparently. (laughs) What? First place in today's Bjork lookalike contest. What's Bjork? The singer. Bjork? Well, Bjork. Right. Bjork. <clears throat> well, she must be mispronouncing her own name wrong, then. She did this but, hairstyle? No, no, no. no. Yeah. Oh, okay. We mispronounce mm-hmm. it, but we mispronounce it in a way that we recognize it. Oh. Bjork. The Bjork. Well, now it's lost. Yeah. It's completely yeah. gone now. Everyone's been calling me Princess Leia, but the buns would be over my ears. Right, those aren't Princess buns. Leia. Yeah, no. Everybody's stupid. Yeah. Must be the, <laughs> the, all the kids back there who don't really remember Star Wars. They've heard good things, <laughs> but they're just not familiar with it. <laughs> Uh, pound cakes back behind the glass. Happy Friday, white people. Hello, pound cake. Are you dressed in any kind of? I'm not. Regale. It's very dark in there. I didn't make it like that. I, I just had a left headache. It. Or I still have a headache, but <laughs> so it's dark. You can turn it up. I was gonna say, you know that you can change the lights when she walks out, right? You... She walked out like you a can... minute before showtime. So I don't know. I just I wasn't pressed. I don't know. Wow, he keeps the lights the way you like them, even after you've left the room. So much he That's me. impressive. Well, we know he doesn't like to mess with light bulbs in any capacity. So he has to true? change them or turn on a switch. 
All right. He did just pierce my eardrum with a sound, though. <laughs> with what sound? He went, me! Like, in my ear. Why did you do that? I didn't do it purposely. It was a reflex. It's just how he That's is. That's a reflex? That's a reflex. She she showed me Andy Cohen, and that was my instant reaction. Oh, he's hosting the new Love Connection, isn't he? Yes, sir. He was on The Breakfast Club this morning. He was also oh. sporting a romp him on Instagram. Was he? Yep. Um, Louis Anderson is going to be in here later on, and I forget that he was responsible for one of the first reboots of Family Feud. He oh, hosted yeah. that uh, a few years ago. It wasn't I even like a it. reboot. I mean, they just switch. They, they've, it's always been on. Well, has it all? I thought it was I, gone for a long time, and then they brought uh, it back with him. John O'Hurley did it. Al Borland. What's that guy? Richard Carn. Richard Carn. Yeah, he, he did, did that. it for a little while too. Did Richard Carn die? No, I don't think so. Oh, I couldn't remember if he was alive or dead. No, he's alive. Alive or dead. Who was the host that did kill himself, though? Who was the uh, that would be uh, Ray Combs? Ray Combs, who was yeah. the host of something for a while. Wilson Family Feud. died. Family Feud, yeah. The neighbor died, right? The neighbor, yeah, died. Okay. but he was elderly. Mm-hmm. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Guys, <laughs> guys, guys! That's pound cake. That in the was booth him in my ear just a second before walking in. Well, that's always good. Right before the show starts to blow your eardrums out. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to need them for the next four hours or anything. You shouldn't show me pictures of Andy Cohen, and I won't have to. I didn't realize you were that into Andy Cohen. No, he's my ultimate daddy fantasy. Like, I think Anderson Cooper is like the one to marry. Andy Cohen is just like the one you cheat with. Oh, so you like the gray hairs. I, yeah. I, I when it comes to his daddy fantasy. Mm. Right. But let's yeah. not ask any more questions about it. Yeah, that's it. There you go. I don't need to elaborate. <laughs> I was just, I've just made a statement. I didn't even mm. ask a question. I know, but I feel like... Even if we, even if we just continue to, you don't want to touch it. You yeah. don't want to touch that third I, rail. Yeah, is I just, what you're I, saying. I just don't want to start the show off with talking gay about stuff. not even gay stuff with pound cake, daddy competition, <laughs> <laughs> fantasy daddy competition is not the way to well, kick off the Friday show. Well, welcome guess, to my life before yeah. I walk into this room every single day. Hey, you, right. you, you entertain. No wonder that. she's wearing something that she could just fall over and go to sleep in. <laughs> well, I already told Bill. Bill better get used to it because he's going to be accompanying me. Um, accompanying me for real. He's going to be Cedar coming Point. With, for Cedar Point. But then afterwards, we're going out to the bars, and I, there's a gay bar that I want to hit up. And I told with I, I, Bill. I, well, I'm going to have a friend with me, and, you know, I'll, he's going to... I was just going to meet him there. I'll already be there, and then I'll be like, oh, what are you doing here? Oh, <laughs> my God. It was a joke. You go here, too? Yeah. Yeah. Bill's big in the bear community. I so. asked Coco, would she be into it? And she was like, absolutely. So I think we're probably going to do this. Just wait until next Friday. A week from today, Bill and Poundcake are going to be hosting our MMS Fast Pass uh, tour of Cedar Point. Mm-hmm. And we'll have uh, last pair of tickets to give away around 520, FYI. And you'll get the fast pass. You join these guys now. There's always a few seconds there while you're waiting for your ride to go. They have to check everybody's belt. You're sitting there. There's a bit of downtime. Yep. He's going to be talking your ear off. No. On He's a variety. Sit next to me. Why? Because two of you aren't going to sit next to each other. We'll, sit, we'll ride with listeners. Well, they'll be there, but yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't you guys naturally sit next to each other? No. You'd sit next to a stranger before you'd sit next to Pound Cake. Well, they're listeners. Yeah, because they're listeners. Well, and they're there to know, go with us. I know. I mean, we know them. I mean, what if it's they not, don't yeah. want to sit by you? Right. If gonna, they don't want to sit by me, then I'll sit. I'm sure there will be someone that will want to sit by me. Or I'll I'm sit next to my girlfriend. All the Pound winter, Cake will be like the lowest on the list. Oh, your girlfriend well, will be there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, you had to see that. Uh, you, yesterday, uh, you put me the lowest on the list for uh, who gets to go to the finals game or whatever hypothetical situation we put into place. Something we made up. Yeah. But this isn't hypothetical. This might actually happen. Yeah. Hurts more, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
No, I was just saying the listeners will all have a plus one, so they would naturally be sitting with each other. Mm-hmm. I thought you and Pound Cake would naturally sit next to each other. You'd have to go out of your way to not sit next to him, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you answer, answer my question. He doesn't want to hear me scream. Answer my question. Yeah. He doesn't want to hear me scream going down. Up. You're not going to scream on the rides. Oh, I like to scream. I think that's... Okay, but you don't have to. I mean, if you you know want to maintain... What? If you want to maintain your public composure... Uh, you might not He's make the, scream. you might not make the choice to scream. A lot of people who are very poised and composed throughout the their entire day are can scream on a roller coaster. I don't think that makes you any less. No, composed. no, no. You said I like to scream. You didn't say it was a reflex. It's a part of the. <laughs> you said I like to scream. But, All I'm saying is, if it's something you can control, might want to. It's a part of the experience, though. I feel like the the ride's gonna take off and he's gonna be like, yeah. It's like down the whole freaking roller coaster. When it's just going up, like the clickety clack chilling. Should I be like riding the ride with a straight face, like that kid in the bounce house? Like, am I just supposed to just not do anything? That's not what I'm saying. That your two choices are not screaming at the top of your lungs and stone faced. <laughs> All I'm, I'm just clarifying because you said, oh, I, ch- I said, are you going to be screaming on the rides? Like a lot of people do. Like you said, you said I like to scream, which means you're going to make it a point to scream. Uh, I was just saying that's interesting. A lot of people, it's a reflex. They, they there's a, the adrenaline and the, the terror and the exhilaration, and they scream. Well, I do think it, it partly is a reflex, but I don't mind screaming. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm screaming, let me stop. But I'll, I'll I have no problem screaming. <laughs> of course, you have no problem screaming. Oh, clear as mud. Okay, good, got it. <laughs> um, by the way, bad. I, I, uh, what? I'm not. No, I'm not, I'm, I'll, I'll move on. Uh, what is this, by the way? What's the? Um, it's Cap Spirit Day here at work. I know that you don't participate in anything here, but... Um, I don't even know about these things. Well, there's an there's email, email that Gary Minster sent out, our president here. Oh, yeah, but it says something in the subject line, and I delete it, probably. Yeah, so it's Cavs Spirit Day, and they had a contest to win Cavs tickets for Sunday's game. I underestimated how much people would dress up. We had Neil and Sales dressed as a Cavalier, like with the sword. Boy, that's how thing. I know I've been in my office all morning is I didn't see one person dressed up. Everyone is dressed up over there. Oh, Literally everyone is wearing some kind of Cavs gear. I thought, because I went in to talk to Erica earlier in her booth, and I didn't say anything about it, but I was like, oh, she's comfy today. (laughs) She's in her pajamas. Right. (laughs) The best part is I had a ton of errands to run today, this morning, and I was trying to, I was just going from place to place, and I'm like, why the hell are people looking at me? That's so rude. And then it occurs to me, I, I forget that I'm wearing a, a, an adult onesie. Why wouldn't you bring that to work to change into? Because I don't care. I was going to, like, Target and the grocery store. Actually, that's true. Most people are walking around in their pajamas anyway these days. I, but I so. didn't think anyone would... You know, I didn't even think about it. I just... It wasn't like a consideration, like, oh, I don't really care. I'm just going to go out to the stores like this. I had put on the outfit in the morning because I found it, and I was like, oh, I'm totally going to wear this for Cavs Day. And then I realized, like, halfway on my way to work that I had a bunch of errands to run. So I just went and ran the errands, completely forgetting about my outfit. Is that zip all the way up, or you got to climb into it? Uh, It zips, like, to the middle. Zips to the middle. And then uh, I like that she also wore it with uh, Timberlands. So she's got big old boots. With one, yeah. with a well, they're, pajamas. they're footed. Well, if you're going to be out, but in, I can't wear just the bare yeah, shoes. Yeah, if you're going to oh, be okay. out in public, you got to wear shoes. I know, right? but yeah. I, I just thought that was a funny shoe of choice. <clears throat> Timberlands, but it's now, the only thing that would fit over the booties. Now that I know that there's booties 
it makes more sense. Yeah. So you have feet in those, and you were in boots over them. I tried to take them off, but it was oh, smelling it up the room so in there. So. I was gonna say <laughs> it was funky town in you're here. Gonna, you're gonna take that off tonight, and steam's gonna come out. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll be honest. The feet situation is kind of a problem because they're, oh. they've been sweating in this boot all day. Oh. I really want to take them off, but I I know Louis Anderson. No, coming he's in. coming in. I want to make a good If he wasn't coming impression. in, I would just stink up this room and not care. But we what, don't. It the we don't boots matter. That smell or you're, no, of course. <laughs> thank not. God we have a guest coming in. Do the boots smell? Or the feet the, smell. the feet. The feet. Yeah, because they can't breathe today. Can't yeah. breathe. They can barely breathe in those footies, and then you put Tim's on top of that. And you, I feel the drops of sweat. Oh, seal them up in boots. Didn't really put much, much consideration into uh, the, the foot situation and you did, and, and you didn't win the contest. I didn't. And the best part is I forgot to bring a change of clothes. Uh, I have to go to an entrepreneur out, uh, event tonight at Magnolia. <laughs> And That's my favorite and you part. have to wear that? Yeah, but thank God they have a, ca- a Cavs watch party after. So, so I there'll kinda... be other people wearing that? No. Nope. No, there'll nope. be other people in jerseys, maybe. Yeah. But at this point, you got to just go with it, right? I'm not going to go home. Yeah, lean into it. Well, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll just be like, Cavs day. Hey, I met Erica Lauren. She was in her pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> in her feet. Reek. <laughs> yeah. The budding entrepreneur. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have passes for you for the Berea Rib Cook-Off. It's going on next weekend, uh, over the holiday weekend. And uh, if you want to get hooked up for that, Louis Anderson will be in later on. He's at Hilarities tonight and tomorrow. Uh, if you want to text here, 35192, or find us at allencockshow.com. The Alan Cox Show, 100.7 WMMS. is our pledge to you. Today, you will hear something that makes you curse Marconi's name. Or was it Tesla? Uh... Just start cursing. The Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. All right. 35192, you want to get a text into me? You go to alancoxshow.com, too. Indians tonight here on MMS. We start up the weekend series in Houston. Against the Astros, that'll be uh, coverage starting around 7.37, I believe. Game time is shortly after 8 o'clock. And Cavs-Celtics Game 2 is tonight. Uh, That coverage starts at 8 o'clock. You will hear that game on WTAM 1100. Congratulations to Brandy Molden from Warren. She was the person who won the playoff tickets we were giving away for Game 3, which is Sunday night back here at the Q. And then Game 4 is Tuesday night. We will all be going to that game. You can join us. We will uh, award those tickets to someone on Monday afternoon during the show. And then you will join Eric and Bill and Poundcake and I, uh, me rather, at uh, the game on Tuesday night. Poundcake will be down there a bit earlier, too, running around the plaza. Talking to people and getting them excited. I'll have another keyword for you here in a minute to get you a thousand bucks. Today is the last day to get in on the thousand dollar bribe. Keith Jewett out in LaGrange, one of our more recent winners. He just got a grand. So, congrats to Keith. I will have uh, four more. I might have the last one actually before the Indians game. So, the last four of these. Uh, this afternoon. Chris Cornell's wife says she does not believe that he committed suicide, and I have to say I'm kind of starting to agree with her. Hmm. I'm skeptical on the whole suicide thing. I know they said they found him with a cord around his neck, and but he was on the floor. They didn't find him hanging. What kind of cord? Like a... They didn't say. First they described it as a band, 
Then when they got more specific, once the medical examiner confirmed his assertion that it was suicide, because they found something around his neck. But I got to tell you, it's not even like people, you know, you don't always telegraph if you're going to kill yourself. In most cases, a lot of people are surprised. Um, unless someone specifically says they have suicidal thoughts or whatever. Or leave a note or something. Yeah. And this guy, certainly, he had really come out the other side of a lot of alcohol and drug problems over the years. He was married again. He had some little girls. And, boy, nothing uh, indicated uh, anything from this guy other than that uh, he was loving life and having a good time and feeling good. And so his wife says that he was on a couple of prescriptions, and he thinks, uh, she thinks, rather, that they might have just... Put him in the wrong headspace. Oh, she name-checked Ativan, which I think is an epilepsy drug. I don't know if the guy's got epilepsy. It's, a, it's a anxiety medication. That they give for epilepsy? Um, usually, um, anti-seizure medications um, are, can kind of be dual-purpose anti-anxiety medication. Okay. He was on that, and I don't, they didn't say whatever else, but uh, his wife's like, there's no way this guy killed himself. So that would suck even more. If they, I don't know, maybe he's trying to plug a lamp in and he got tangled yeah, up or to, something. You know, I don't fell. know about that. Blow dryer accident gone awry. Yeah. How often is a cord wrapped around your neck though, by accident? But, okay. but how do you hang yourself if you're not hanging from something? But the thing is, the coroner would not rule it a suicide if that person didn't die from asphyxiation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they would say some kind of drug interaction or whatever. But he obviously died from asphyxiation. Because he had something wrapped around his neck. You don't accidentally get something wrapped around your neck and die from that. No, I know. Unless... But they also didn't find, like, a broken curtain rod. They didn't find him on the back of the door. You know, when they found Carradine, he was hanging in the closet because of autoerotic... These guys, they're found hanging with their pants down and a little puddle at their feet. So, you know, those are the telltale signs of, of that. So, obviously, it, it wasn't that. But it seems weird. I mean, obviously, it sounds like it was a suicide, but... She's asserting that he might not have been of sound mind at the time. Hmm. The Rise only... of the machines. Some so if there's a cord wrapped around his neck, it doesn't mean that he wrapped it around his neck. Maybe he had like a Alexa with him, and it came to life and sprouted little legs and murdered him. So you're laying it at the feet of artificial intelligence. Robots, yes. I think potentially it could be a murder to made to be made look like a suicide, you know. By robots? Are you going with the robot thing again? I'm not with the robots. Not with the robots. Okay. Robot. Okay. Robot. I'm thinking robot. more human. Why would know. someone have killed him? I don't there's a million reasons why somebody would kill somebody else, but um hey, listen, crazy fan, who knows. Certainly opens up Matt Cameron's schedule. He was doing double, uh, double duty behind the drums for Pearl Jam and uh, Soundgarden. So, you know, now we can just focus on Pearl Jam. Yeah. And their rock and roll Hall of Fame victory lap. I think what it's going to end up coming down to is the guy was on some kind of anti-anxiety medication. Maybe he took a little bit too much of it. Maybe he took an extra one that day and it just interacted. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts 
They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. ...with him really weird, but they're going to find that he did kill himself. And unfortunately, and this is a, in the case for many people, you don't know necessarily when somebody's going to commit suicide. Yeah. Sometimes you don't see the signs. And sometimes the people who are suicidal are very good at hiding the signs. So, I mean, you don't want to believe that because you'd like to think that your significant other and the father of your kids would want to stick around for them and would care too much to do something like that. But I don't know. Ativan can cause paranoid or suicidal thoughts, slurred speech, and impaired judgment. Well, it definitely should help with anxiety then. If those well, are the side effects, if it's right. not working properly, <laughs> yeah. right? That doesn't happen for everyone, but all right. So just to make sure that everybody here is good, because not you know it's something that people don't talk about, and there aren't signs. Alan, are you going to kill yourself? No. Erica, are you going to kill yourself? Not today. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put you at level orange. No, no. Okay, uh, put her in the maybe column. Uh-uh. Pound cake, are you going to kill yourself? Nope, still got slaying to do. Well, as long as you have a reason to live. Yeah. That's all you need is one reason to live. And if for him, I got more slaying to do is uh, what's yeah. at the top of that list, then God bless. He's got a lot of slaying to do. Yeah. It's from a musical. Somebody got that. You, um, you get out there and slay, 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 Pocky. Mm-hmm. All right. One, one of you guys has to ask me. Bill, are you going to kill yourself? No, I also have lots of slaying to do. <laughs> <laughs> but you mean like, like on an uh, actual slay? I got a slave. In snow? Mm-hmm. Like down a hill? Mm-hmm. I've I got seen, a horse? I've seen Bill it's murder good. audiences at comedy clubs before. <laughs> Does that count? It's not suicide. It's more like homicide. <laughs> you slay me. Right. Don't kill yourself if you're listening either. <laughs> yeah, please. Resist the urge. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll, we'll try to make it. This show is uh, as suicide preventative yeah, yeah. as possible. Right. I can there are side effects, though. I can understand, though, that, that if he took one extra or he took a little more than his prescribed dose, maybe he was having a particularly anxious day or something and he took a little extra. I mean, the reason why I decided to get off Clonopin, that anti-anxiety medication I was on, I was starting to have some dark thoughts, some really dark thoughts, like just not necessarily like I was going to kill myself, but just not seeing uh, like the light at the end of things and just always seeing the negative and... Um, just, yeah, just, I, my mind went down to a deep, dark place and I can see how if somebody, 
you know, took more than what they were regularly taking or took less than what they were supposed to take, how that would alter their state. See, I'm so lucky because I also have all those dark thoughts, but I don't have to spend the money on prescription drugs to get them. <laughs> right. I save so much money. Oh, it's great. They're baked into the cake. That's why I stopped taking prescription drugs. I'm like, where'd my dark thoughts go? Yeah. I need those. A lot of people take Ativan, though. That's not an uncommon prescription. So you don't, I, I think you'd Very hear common. more about... Uh, People. But this is what really sucks if that's what happened, like an uh, like an accidental overdose, is here's a guy who got through drugs and alcohol and a lot of bad stuff. It's like those guys who live through two tours in Iraq and then they come over and get killed in a bar fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or what's his name? Uh, the sharpshooter guy. Um, Kyle, Chris Kyle. Chris Kyle. You know, guys s- served in the military, then was helping somebody out at a gun range and gets killed by that guy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, hey, uh, Amber. Hi. Yeah, you're talking about Chris Cornell and being ruled a suicide. It wouldn't be the first time that a musician's death was ruled a suicide when it wasn't like, look at Kirk Cobain. Right. Everyone knows Dave Grohl killed Kurt Cobain, and this guy has gotten away <laughs> scot-free. Not only that, he's an icon of the post-grunge era. Dave Grohl. Noted murderer, walking around, free as a bird. No, it was Courtney Love. Yeah, nah, if you watch that documentary on Netflix, man, it might it might change your mind. Some a people bit. just don't want to. Some people don't want to admit the fact that some people just kill themselves. Well, and then Courtney so Love's a crazy, crazy woman who I almost made out with years ago. <laughs> there is so much heroin in his system, let alone like putting a shotgun in his mouth, and the shell was expelled on the wrong side of his body. <laughs> Did you watch that documentary, too? No, I didn't. No, Amber's been holding on to this for the past 23 years. (laughs) She's like, why won't anyone listen to me? Hey, Amber, why do you know so much about this? Were you and Courtney Love? Co-conspirators? In in cahoots? Were you Courtney lovers? I'm just a huge Nirvana fan, that's all. Yeah, but would you be if he actually lived? Yeah, if Kurt Cobain was like a 55-year-old man, would you really care now? Would I still like the band? Well, you like the band, but you wouldn't care what the guy was currently doing. Oh, I mean... you got to kill yourself while the iron's hot. I believe that's what the phrase is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In cahoots. I like it if they were making music. That would be awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Amber. Mm-hmm. Good luck. May the search continue yes. for the real killer. Kurt Cobain's getting courted by the new American Idol to be a judge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that Nirvana would be as, like, revered and celebrated as they are if Kurt Cobain hadn't killed himself? Yeah, I think so. I don't mm-hmm. think he would be. The band would be, because the band was already the biggest thing in the world, even before he killed himself. So I think they just would have been given more time to their eventual skid into whatever that every band has, you know? But I, yeah. I don't think the band would have been any less I think there'd be, popular. I think there'd be an incredible rivalry between him and Dave Grohl because I don't know if they would have kept making music together because he wanted to do his thing. Yeah. So there'd be you'd kind of have to take sides. Yeah. Like Nirvana might be more of, of a, what's a, like, Axel with the other... Guns N' Roses, where he just kind of filled in the musicians, didn't have Slash and the original yeah, members. but they were around, they were together longer than the original lineup of Guns N' Roses. Right. So then you go, what's the real Guns N' Roses? Exactly. There's the original Guns N' Roses, but what's the... For all we know, Kurt Cobain could have ended up, you know, 
being an EDM DJ like Skrillex or something or Dead Mouth Five. <laughs> That's right. I love Dead Mouth Five. He's part of that master class online. Yeah. You know, where people teach you how to do things. He teaches you how to press play. No. Um, all right, let me try to win you some money here. Uh, good luck. The last day for our $1,000 bribe. So if you have uh, uh, thus far struck out, good luck. Your shot at $1,000. Now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll receive a confirmation text. Standard message and data rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Good luck from WMMS. Hey, Kyle. Hey, how we doing, Alan? Well, I'm doing fine, man. We're all in the uh, on the no-suicide train today. <laughs> I hear that. No doubt about it. Um, you know, I just had a little bit of a theory as to uh, why, the, why there was a string or a cord or whatever was found around his neck. Um, you know, after hearing so many different um, stories about what had happened, it was said that, like, he was found by a family friend or something along those lines. And... I I was kind of thinking that maybe it would be to, like, cut his circulation off simply to use a syringe because you hear uh, people nowadays are injecting through their neck. Yeah, but but they didn't. But but it would be a real open and shut case if they were like, yeah, he tied off and there was a needle next to him. Yeah, but see, then my only other thought was since he was found by a family friend, they didn't. Well, no, he was found by he was found by the hotel manager, I believe. The, oh, okay. the wife the wife called because she went on tour with him. Wife couldn't get a hold of him in the room. Calls the hotel, said, could you check on my husband? And they go up and find him in the bathroom. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought I heard that uh, he was found by a family. I don't think I, so. I, I heard that, too, but I think he was the one that like confirmed, like identified like the, the body. public statement yeah, or whatever, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. I was thinking then, you know, maybe the, the friend would have, like, hit it or something. Just no, to, it's roaster go-bot. Them, go-bots. It's, it's, guys, it's well, ghosts or robots. Thanks for taking my call. Okay, thank go, you, Kyle. Go Cavs. Go Cavs, baby. Woo! Yeah. Um, it's, so it's ghosts or robots. We've got it down to uh, that. And I don't believe in ghosts, so it's probably robots. Okay. <laughs> well, listen. Um, uh, that's right. Go Cavs. Uh we know what killed Chris Cornell. What's that? Well, suicide. But we also now know what killed Roger Ailes. What's that? Hatred. <laughs> uh, according to Bill O'Reilly, that's what finally did him in. Not the fall eight days ago and the head trauma that they had to put him in a medically induced coma. The and fact that he, he was an sl- overweight 77-year-old man. <laughs> that's right. Who probably lived a lot more years based on blood pressure and uh, karma. Uh, than he should have. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, in an op-ed for USA Today, because this guy's looking for anywhere to get people to pay attention to him. I guess Glenn Beck hired O'Reilly for the blaze. So, out with Tommy Lauren, in with Bill O'Reilly. He said that uh, Ailes' death was caused by America's hatred. That he felt it, and that's what did him in. I did see a tweet that said that all the skirts at Fox News would be uh, pulled down to half-mast or something. I thought that was funny. <laughs> so, hatred is what did Roger Ailes in. Hatred's what made him a millionaire. Yeah, by the way, if that were possible, Bill O'Reilly would have died in his teens. So I don't think that's why Roger Hales really died. The hatred of the American public. But I'll tell you what, to a person, mostly guys, um, boy, do they extol the virtues of Roger Ailes. And again, it would have to be a real hard... You'd really have to compartmentalize two different things in your head. Because if you're a guy over there, Roger Ailes never asked you to hold his balls. 
So you'd have a, a certain father-son affinity for the guy, because he really did start the careers of a lot of people. Uh, so on that one hand, you'd be like, I wouldn't have anything. My family wouldn't have anything if I wasn't working here. But the women who sued and got millions from Fox News, you know, he helped them out with that, too. So, I don't know. Hannity's an island over there now. Uh, hey, Dan. <laughs> Hello, Dan. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, guys? What's up? You know, Cobain, he just wanted to be, you know, he was done with stardom. He was what? He was done. He, he was done. He, he just wanted to be by himself, you know? Yeah. I don't know if he wanted to turn into Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys and just, you know, and, and he just had, you know, uh, mental problems, to uh, you know, where he just, you know, had uh, just mental shakedowns where he just wanted to be alone, you know? Or yeah, but Brian Brian's Wilson. still alive, isn't he? Brian's still alive. Yeah. Still alive. They pulled him out of the sandbox. Yes, they did. Yeah, he's a paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah, he is. You yeah. know, and 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 Cobain. I don't. I don't think he he could handle the stardom that well. Yeah, listen, it takes a lot, and I think people who've never it's you're breathing rarefied air when you're somebody who's that well known, albeit for a, a brief time. Nobody else can. It's got to be very isolating. You know, if you're on the outside, you go, God, that would be great for everyone to know who you are and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But if you were in it, you'd be like, oh. That doesn't sound great. It'd be, well, fun for like, it'd be fun for two weeks. And that's how you right. develop you have, you uh, no paranoid privacy. schizophrenia. Then you're like, ah, I'll just be with myself. Me, you myself, no and Irene. I mean, yeah. yeah, right. You, you, you like playing for people and stuff, but you know what? When you, when you reach stardom and everybody wants to be by you, they want to do everything for you, and they want to just be brushed with greatness. And, you know, he, he, he wasn't into that. Yeah. He yeah. wanted to be Kurt Cobain, just a normal normal guy that can walk on the street and really no one would know who he was. He, he wanted to be- cut his hair then. <laughs> Stop wearing those. Uh, he had such a dist- distinctive style. If he would have cut his hair and just worn like a regular like blue button-up shirt with a pair of khakis, nobody would have thought that was Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Put on hidden him- ball cap. And yeah, sure. Hide in plain sight. He's going to cut his hair, but that pavement song told him not to. So that went by the wayside. Some okay, thank you, Dan. Some khakis and loafers. Khakis and loafers mm-hmm. with pennies in each. Right. Thank you. There's Dan and Sandusky. Dan Dusky, as we call him. <laughs> All right. Um, if you want to text here in the break, 35192. We'll be back after these. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. An iHeartRadio station. From the final touch construction studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. An iHeartRadio station. 216-578-1007 to join us, or 800-348-1007-35192 to get me a text. Alan, I would pay cash for Erica's sweaty socks. Ew. Well, not so much socks, as she's got Timberlands today over her footy pajama yeah, bottoms. Yeah, you'd have to take the whole thing. Yeah, but after... And that'd be very expensive. After you pull those boots off, you're probably just going to want to destroy the onesie. Just cut those feet right I'll off. I'll just wash it. Uh, it'll be fine. I mean, you could wash it. <laughs> I mean, that's an option. <laughs> it's why, out there. Why wouldn't you just destroy it? <laughs> or sell it and then get that Jeep that you've always wanted. There you go. Start, right. s- start selling your... I mean, it, it, would you sell your socks? If I if I could make I know money panties. selling my socks, I would love to. You probably could. You should look into that. My worn I know, socks? I know panties is off the table, but socks yeah. might be... Panties definitely off the th- table. There's the foot fetish crowd out there. And they, they like some stinky socks. Oh yeah, sure. You can have them. No, fifty no. bucks a pop. There you go. Fifty bucks a pop. 
Oh, yep. It's a bargain at twice the price. <laughs> Do you um, think? <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, the great Louis Anderson is going to join us in about a half an hour. He's doing a rare club appearance, I think. I don't think he does clubs much anymore. Uh, he's at Hilarities tonight and tomorrow. I think this club he does pretty regularly because it's a bigger club. Yeah. But I think he's kind of theaters these days. Yeah. In Vegas. Vegas, yeah. And uh, so we'll chat with him uh, in a little bit. Cavs game tonight. That will be over on WTAM 1100. The coverage there starts around 8. Uh, here tonight on MMS, you will have a Tribe in Houston. First of three against the Astros. Uh, that first pitch is shortly after 8 o'clock. Monday, we will have one pair of tickets to give you uh, for Cavs game 4, which is on Tuesday. Hopefully, it will be a 3 nothing Cavs lead by then. Wouldn't it be great if they swept and we were there? Oh, it would be amazing. On That's Tuesday. What I'm for. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Prayers. Boy. That'd be a lot of fun. Prayers. Yep, I'm praying for it. Prayers. <laughs> um, the, to whom do you I'm pray sorry, for? Positive yeah. thoughts. <laughs> to whom do you pray? The, the basketball gods? Um, I pray to the onesie. Pray to LeBron? <laughs> oh, onesie. <laughs> Dearest onesie. Oh, great fleecy one in the sky. <laughs> Uh, so we will be at the game on uh, Tuesday night, the four of us, and we'd love for you to join us. So we will give away one pair of tickets on Monday's show, and then you will join us on Tuesday for what we can only hope is a Cavaliers sweep. And then they would have two more rounds to no, go? That, no. They, they win this, they go to the finals. They do. Yeah, yeah. Just This is the last this one before the, the finals? This is the Eastern Conference Finals. I thought there was the one more. No. It seemed like there were more teams still in it. Nope. Nope. There's four, four. teams total right now. Oh, Okay. What what are the Warriors? Did the Warriors win last night? I know that game was close at the end. They didn't play last night. They they played. They gave them like an extra day off to kind of let everything. Who was catch I watching? Up. I I don't know. I saw someone someone's Snapchat that was like eighty nine to eighty nine. Was the, that Monday? That was Tuesday. So it's just Warriors, Spurs, and Monday. Cavs, yeah, Celtics. It was Monday, I think. And they're two zero. No, no, they were. They, when did they play? Because when did I'm we start? It was, Tuesday, it. it was Tuesday because they played Sunday and Tuesday, and then we played Wednesday. So there it is. Wow. But it wasn't even close on Wednesday. When, or right, because they, they lost what's-his-face. They lost by like 30 points. Like they were down by 30 the whole game. Spurs I guess were. I was thinking that there were more teams left. Nope. Still no, playing. All it. right. Well, good. So it'll probably be a Cavs-Warriors uh, repeat then. Yep. The rubber yeah. match. All right. They got one. We got one. They're playing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And right now they're 2-0 against the Spurs. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Trucker X. Hey, Alan. Uh, I... Uh, wanted to call my favorite liberals and talk to you guys. I think I had a liberal uh, revelation this weekend. I spent a lot of time listening to that podcast. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Wrongful Conviction. Okay, I'm not familiar with it. And well, it's advertised on iHeart all the time. I, I, okay, I, I have nothing good to listen to on the weekend, so I listened to it at the entire series. And it turns out, I think I'm anti-death penalty. I want to do. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, well, you don't have to be a liberal to be anti. There's conservatives that I think are against the death penalty. Um, but it's a, it's more of a liberal thought. <laughs> yeah, it's more it's more of a it's more of a, a liberal uh, kind of uh, conviction, well, I, if you'll pardon the pun. I I spent quite a bit of time this weekend on Amnesty International's uh Oh, good for you. <laughs> did you yeah. buy did you buy a herd of sheep? Yeah. No, that's a that's a well, different one. Oh, <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, there's not a whole lot that liberals and conservatives come together on, and I. It's true that some things change as we get older. 
But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Urge any conservative in the audience to go listen to that. And if you don't come to the same conclusion I've come to, I... I, there's no help for it, I, I don't think. Basically, the only thing that uh, liberals and conservatives uh, agree on these days is infrastructure. Everybody's like, let's yeah. let's start building some roads and fixing the pipes and before we're all uh, dead from drinking our tap water and before we all die when a bridge yeah. collapses when we're halfway over it. Well, so, and, and when you start delving into the issue, it goes a lot deeper than just, uh, just the death penalty. I, I think the whole criminal justice system does actually need reform. Yeah. It's, well, because it's largely uh, it's largely for at least on the prison end, it's largely for profit, and that's never good. Oh yeah. So, well, and not just not just those, but you know the prosecutors are incentivized incentivized to put people in prison, and you know so many people are screwed because of these plea bargains. Yeah, but Trucker uh, X, with all due respect, this is not new information. That's new to him. Well, I know, but it, it's one of those things that conservatives tend to put on the back burner because. We think it doesn't affect us until it does. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, that's probably human nature. Nobody really cares about anything directly until something happens to them, you know? We've got to get this yeah, opioid well, crisis. It's affecting white people, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, and, but I think you'll find conservatives deep down, the most uneducated conservatives, are still compassionate people. They just don't know how to show it. Maybe that's not even a good way to put it. I, I believe I George Bush called it, it compassionate conservatism. <laughs> it's like we're in a car wash <laughs> well, in here I, now. I just, and I think that was ridiculous. But uh, I, I think that people really need to delve into this topic. And we need to, because if we can't come together on this, uh, there's no hope for us. Let's build another bridge right now. Um, this is something that I think liberals, conservatives, independents, anyone with a mouth really can relate to and should have the same point of view on steak well done with ketchup <laughs> they're breaking uh, up the, they're breaking out the kids menu for trump's yeah. overseas trip yeah that's not okay right uh, right no that's thank not you okay. well right. done Just, steak with ketchup uh, right that's that's mm. politics out the window that is not all right yeah it's wrong all right thank my, you trucker x seven-year-old would frown at that <laughs> right thank all you right, sir thanks, all right there you go there's trucker x who uh, wants to keep himself anonymous so that his um, conservative brothers 
Don't hear the heresy in his voice. Anthony Weiner pleaded guilty to, uh, he's got to register as a sex offender now because he uh, pleaded guilty to texting that uh, underage girl, which he pretty much had to do. Pleads guilty for sexting a 15-year-old, accepts a prison sentence of up to 27 months, and registers as a sex offender as Huma Abedin files for divorce. He cried in court. And that guy's already ugly. So you mix a cry into there? Ooh. Man, you're like in Claire Danes' homeland territory with that. Well, finally this dude's getting what's coming to him. <laughs> yeah. I have a sickness, he said, but I do not have an excuse. Well, you talk about wasted potential as a public servant. Yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah. You know? His wife, I mean... She gave him another chance after the whole first yeah, time. she's a saint. I mean, I know that that was probably 90% timing and uh, optics you know for public opinion um but you know it's like when a woman's married to the governor and she finds out he had a mistress and then they do the press conference and she stands there i'm behind my husband 100 <laughs> percent because they're not going to get divorced in the middle of a campaign or whatever but so today huma abedin filed for divorce from wiener nine months after she announced that they had separated but i mean they've got a kid and whatever man i i i don't know well, don't sex the fifteen-year-old. That's he's he's a dumbass. I agree. He was especially if you kind of got through it the first time, yeah. And people were starting to give you the benefit of the doubt, but then you got the underage girl because he didn't the first time he didn't even stop running for mayor of New York. He goes, I'm gonna. If you saw that Wiener documentary, I know we've talked about this before, but if you watch that Wiener documentary. He's, like, still doing Q&As with voters, and they're, like, hurling verbal tomatoes at this guy, and he's starting to bring them back around. And then you give him a little bit of free time at home when the wife's on the road with Hillary or whatever, and the guy's sexting minors. He's got his kid there. Dude. That was the creepiest one with yes, the kid laying there. Of course. There. Your own kid. Yeah. Well, that was I mean, a I don't know where you rent a kid. That but. wasn't the 15-year-old that <laughs> he sent that to, right? It? What's that? The 15-year-old was different than the kid situation. Uh, yeah, I think it's but, two separate occasions. But that's the thing is everyone one's can relate. One's gross and one's illegal. A lot of people can relate to just the, the infidelity. That's common, especially in this day and age with social media people do that kind of thing all the time that's why he was still like able to have some success in politics but then when you can't shut it down to the point where you're like well this 15 year old girl seems to be interested in me i'm gonna see where this goes that's when you are you have you just ruined every public perception about you and you're just a creep and you're gross yeah i think that he as i'm reading this i think it might have been the girl that got the picture of him with the kid i think it might have been the same person some 15 year old girl in north carolina yeah I didn't want to. I don't remember much of it. But. Well, his wife was out campaigning uh, for Hillary because she was like her right hand woman. He was in charge of their son, who's five now. Wasn't even five then. Mm-hmm. They're recommending that he serve a two year sentence as part of the plea bargain, a maximum fine of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. This guy moved back in with his parents because he doesn't have any money. Mm. Boy. I wonder how that interaction happened. I know it probably was through social media, but does yeah, he Snapchat just... Snapchat or something, right? Well, I'm just saying, like, how, does he, he not... He was perving. Like, he was trolling for any girl to reply to him. Yeah. So, But I'm saying, he, did he seek her out or what? Because you know girls. I mean, they'll they'll follow people and just like, oh, he has a nice body or, or he has power or whatever. So the 15-year-old, that, that's going to be a 15-year-old. But for him to accept it, 
and then pursuing it because I don't I doubt the 15 year old was like yeah show me your D <laughs> he probably was just like hey you know you have a nice rack for <laughs> a minor <laughs> like what do you say well yeah because there's a photo of her here like uh, but her face is all blurred yeah. out looks like you got a nice rack um, <laughs> so yeah so just bad news all the way around for him but you know you, you got what's coming bed. to yeah, you yeah you made your bed you sleep in it yeah. You made your bed, now you whip out your dong in it and show it to somebody that you shouldn't be showing it to. Hopefully he lives up to that name in prison. Well, it sounds like he's going to go less less than two years. (laughs) (laughs) You think they'll put him in ad seg? They will. Not gen pop? Yeah. Mm. Why should he get special treatment? I mean, he's a pedophile. It's not about special treatment, it's about safety. It doesn't matter. I mean, he's a pedophile like it any other pedophile. It does matter. They don't put people that are high risk to get assaulted in, in general population. Yeah, I don't but think, it still I, happens. I don't think, I don't, yeah, because they find a way. I mean, when they're, when there's common areas or whatever. I think Jared Fogle is in, uh, he's not in general population, is he? He's no. off to the side somewhere. That's and somebody, what I'm somebody still beat him up. At, yeah. at the lunch table or whatever. You're going to get yours regardless. They'll pull you what into I'm a broom closet. What I'm saying is, though, they try as much as they can to diminish that risk if they can. Nope, they'll find a way. See him, see him outside it, it, playing basketball on the courtyard or whatever. I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is they're going to put him in ad sec. Okay. Well, he'll sleep tight but in the morning. He'll probably have limited canteen. Well, he won't He won't be tight for long. <laughs> he'll only get one hour of rec time a day, probably. <laughs> Stop watching these shows. <laughs> these are the shows I like her to watch. I'd yeah. rather watch these shows than, than the Housewives, Housewives of shows. Peachtree, Georgia. Yeah. Or whatever. I'd rather watch the, the prison shows in. than those shows with those horrible, awful, scummy, free people. Yeah, but then when inv- invariably when one of those women uh, gets uh, picked up for tax fraud and then goes to prison, she can see them on the other side of the judicial system. His cellmate might be in f- might be on federal hold. I don't know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> federal I hold. I learned another one, a new new phrase the other day, and I can't remember what it was. He gets one hour in. of rec time a day, and then five hours of rectum time a day That's right. in the cell. <laughs> Damn near killed him. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, by the way, there is a porch package thief in Shaker Heights. <gasps> They've got uh, some video. Uh, just be on the lookout if you're over there. There's someone on front door cam that the Shaker Heights Police Department posted on their Facebook page. of Somebody walking up, trying to look all slick. Broad daylight. Hmm. I don't know what narrow daylight is, but in broad daylight, uh, this woman goes out there and she's walking up the driveway on her phone like she's talking to somebody, looking around, she's got a hoodie on, and then she leaves with a box. Porch pirate. Yeah, these packages are being perpetually purloined, and the probable perpetrator is prohibiting people's pleasure, which is persistently petty and pernicious. So I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know why you'd see a box and go, I'll take that. She's, like, you don't know what's it. You open it up, it's like a, a teething ring for a baby. Well, she's like, being great. She was being presumptuous. Thank you, Pancake. She was. Why has got to one up him? Huh? Pound cake, one up and you up with hey, tag presumptuous. Me. Hey, tag me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I got one point. <laughs> <laughs> Play it, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. So anyway, so Shaker Heights, that's an affluent uh, community, yes? Shaker Heights or yeah. no? Yeah, okay. Parts. Parts? <laughs> it's like old money and old not money. Old money and old not money? You mean not money or there's not old? There's good parts and there's bad parts. Yeah. Of Shaker Heights, same like Cleveland some, Heights. There There's... are some really like gorgeous old like like uh, Tudor style houses there. Love what am I thinking? That's over there. That's like all nice. 
Uh, aren't there? You know, there are a couple of communities I mean, that seem thing, kind though. of like, isolated, Shaker like Heights and and Cleveland like Orange Heights. or Pepper Pike or one oh, of those. Pepper Pike, or, and then then you're getting to like the McMansion area. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. I thought Shaker yeah. was smack dab in the middle of that. That's like the old Pepper like, Pike. Said, did you say? <laughs> the Pepper Pike. Their, their package is purloined. <laughs> Probably. Oh man, Paris. The thought. Yeah. So whatever. You guys want to play? Would you rather? I'd Somebody love to put, play. Okay, Alan. let's play. Play. A stupid would you rather thing that I came across that I peeped previously. <laughs> prior to the show. Right. Privately, I peeped this and prior Prepared to the show. Yeah. Would you rather be trolled by members of the alt right or members of Gamergate? Wait, is this a trick question? Are those the same people? <laughs> it might be. I don't know. Would you rather ga- would you rather gain ten pounds or be banned for a month from the internet? Oh, I'd gain ten pounds gain 10 easily. Pounds. Would you? While being on the internet, <laughs> I'd, I'd say the for the first one the alt right because I feel like the Gamergate people are too they're they're more uh, just they're just going to stick with it longer. Okay. They got they got the the time and the means to just like sit there and just keep it going and going and going and going and going. Would you rather live in the world of Star Wars or cure a rare form of cancer? Why is that cure Star Wars? Cancer. No, Star Wars. Cure cancer. Are you serious? What? A rare form of cancer that not that go, many people I get. I gotta go with Star Wars. I don't, yeah. this I don't one. Like a if I can get a lightsaber. Yeah. You're curing a rare form of cancer, so that's a very Small little portion of people. It's a minor risk. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to live in Star Wars. Like, well, then you would say cancer. Great. Yeah. So you'll be curing cancer. And I'll be Bill rich. and I are going to be having lightsaber fights. Mm-hmm. Moving things with our mind. Star Wars world. I like that we both assume that we're going to be Jedi. <laughs> or at least. Oh, hell anyway. yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a couple of conditions that we could put on the thing. And mm-hmm. then they just drop you in and you're, you know. I know I'm not going to be a droid. I can droid. see you with the little uh, rat tail. Is that what they have? Uh, Some of them do, sure. <laughs> yeah, for the Padawan learners. The, yeah, I don't know. We have to start from the bottom. Yeah. Started from the bottom. Now we're here with the lightsaber stuff. I don't know, guys. I think that's pretty pathetic. All right, we're on that. A rare form of cancer means right. Not that many people. Not that many people have it. You know, like ten thousand people a year die from food poisoning. That's no major health disaster. A rare form of cancer could be less than that. I'm more compassionate. Mm. No one's more compassionate than the Jedi. That's true. <laughs> We're going to be saving entire galaxies, and you're worried about a small percentage of humans. When you die, which would you rather have released publicly? Your credit card statement or your Google search history? Google search history. (laughs) Credit card statement. (laughs) My credit card statement. (laughs) Yeah, either one of mine. I'm just just Googling, like, crafts. So, I mean, I'm not really worried about that. Uh Uh-huh. I'm gonna bury her out behind a Pat Catan. <laughs> I hope nobody cracks like my passwords. If something, if I were to pass on, I get, like all my laptops and all my phones and stuff like that. I just need to make sure everything's, you know, sealed. all your laptops. How many do you have? <laughs> no, I don't I'm saying cracking all my laptops. <laughs> my laptop- I assume all your passwords are Cody is great sixty nine. So <laughs> there's got to be a point where there's going to be an app that will self destruct your phone or your computer after you pass away. How's it going to know when you die? You have to reset it every, like, certain amount of time. Oh, okay. That's cool. Would you rather have a hacker... 
publicize all the selfies you've taken in the past year without filters oh. or have your personal email hacked and released. Personal email hacked and released. <laughs> Rather than non-filtered selfies? Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, so all those D-pics that listeners send you will be flung out into the ether then. Uh-huh. Would you rather gain selfies? Would you rather gain 10 friends in real life or 10,000 followers on Twitter? Real life followers. friends. Followers. Followers. <laughs> Real life friends. Followers. Ugh. A hassle. I have enough friends. I don't need fake pictures. I mean, you figure 9,000 of those are going to be bots anyway. I'd be so. more tempted if you could lose 10 friends in real life. <laughs> <laughs> then right. Like, Ooh, now it's a quandary. Would you rather lose 10 friends or lose 10,000 followers? Or gain 10,000 followers. That's, yeah. It's got to be positives on both sides. Would you rather be catfished or the victim of identity theft? Catfish. Better story. Who would, you, who would you bring back from the dead? Harambe or the late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia? Harambe. Yeah, Harambe. that's pretty much yeah. going to break down over... Uh, I mean, he is a very conservative guy, but I think I'd probably rather bring an intelligent human back than a monkey. Just FYI. Well, he was Maybe very old, though. He was old, but so was uh, Antonin Scalia. Anywho... Um, Man, that was stupid. All right. I get with you. I, I feel like we haven't gotten anywhere with this. I feel like we are divided across the board. No common ground whatsoever. Well, that's what we need. That way we disagree with each other. Would you rather have the ability to find out why somebody ghosts on you that you're dating or the ability to see actual ghosts? Ooh, ability to see actual ghosts. Mm. Actual ghosts. Same. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to know why people don't want to. Yeah, no. I. Uh, I, I would rather find out why somebody split. I don't want to see. Really? I don't want to see real ghosts. That'd be great. Everywhere there's dead people everywhere. I'd be like, oh god, just no. Just push them out of the way. Yeah, Get I don't. Out of here, I don't ghost. want ten friends on this plane or the next plane of existence. <laughs> we'll look around and see. Ghost world was delightful. If they're like Casper, but you know, no. I'm talking about like the Ricky Gervais movie. Oh, Ghost World. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Uh, Louis Anderson is going to join us shortly. He is at Hilarity's 4th Street all this weekend. You can go to pickwickandfrolic.com for the details on that. And I'll have uh, Rise Against tickets for you coming back, too, if you want to get hooked up with that. 35192 if you want to text. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. Welcome back. Local DJ and all-around female orgasm denier, Alan Cox. This is the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. Oh, you want to get a text in 35192. The wonderful, scintillating, <laughs> ageless... Ah, Louis Anderson. Thank How you like you. that, That's right? Nice Not bad. Yeah. You've pretty much looked the same your whole life, Amazing haven't you? for me. You've looked that? like that cartoon. Uh, <laughs> hey, Alan. How about that last name? Uh, I could go yeah, wrong. Right. I could go wrong, Robert. Uh, All right. Louis is at Hilarities uh, tonight <laughs> and tomorrow. No Sunday shots, so you got to get no, to one of these. Seven thirty and ten I tonight. Can't do it the Sunday thing. Seven and nine thirty on set. You could, but why? I think when you were giving away, t yeah, but why? I mean, when you give away tickets and you say the band Rise Against, and I go, "Where is that the band?" Because the names <laughs> nowadays, you know, you don't yeah. know. Like I hear things, they go, "You know," huh? 
Right. Oh, God, they're so fantastic. Well, and there's... I went so... How were they? All right. Yeah. Because for a while, like, if, if you're musically inclined at all, you know, there's a time in your... It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Your life where you'll try to keep up, and then you probably yes. get to a point where you're like, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I don't need to pay attention. Exactly, because you, know? yeah. you are like, I'm so tired. Yeah. I feel I like I'm creeping up on that, but I gotta get a nap. I don't have time to pay <laughs> How attention. Old are you? I will be 46 this summer. Oh my god! Don't squander any more of your 40s. All right, <laughs> start climbing things. Go and see. Oh, I already things. climb things. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. And you see things. Yeah, we travel. All right, good. Yeah, because that's got a what baby. matters. Yeah, I have a new little a baby. baby. Yeah. So you'll be 66 when they're 20. Yeah, that bothers me. Nah, my dad was 50 when I was born. Is that true? Oh yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, people would say you're out with your grandpa today. My dad would go, "Hey, what did you say?" Huh? <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> huh? What was that? But how My long? My dad would get mad. He go, "I go, come on, dad, get your teeth powder. Let's get out of here." <laughs> but how long did he live? I mean, how so he long? He was seventy nine. Okay, so you knew him for a long time. Yeah. Then you were an adult. Yeah. You were a grown yeah. man. Yeah, I was. Yes, that's what worries me. I, and I hate to, I hate to be so consumed with it. But I really am no, consumed I think you with like, just like how much time because it's yeah, going to be wonderful. I know I should. And you, you, you know, you're look at you're going to be more present than most people are because of that. Yeah. You just are. And the more present you can be, that's what, you know, I always said, if I could just be in the sun, kind of the dad light of, you know, like sunlight, but my dad's light. Mm -hmm. I could work on the car with them. If I could, you know, watch baseball with them, you know, just go fishing with them. Those were the things that were like, no words were really spoken. Sure. Just, just quality time. He showed time. me how to untangle my thing every time that I... Because <laughs> I had a cane cast. pole. Mm -hmm. No, we didn't have a cast. We were, we were really poor. <laughs> we had a cane pole, and I would instinctively, you know, hooks like into the tree. I would just like go, I don't get it. I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But maybe I was doing it, so he would go, for God's sakes. <laughs> you ever fish, Louie? <laughs> well, no, not you. Or, you were the one who took me. <laughs> yeah. So on the, you're on the show Baskets. We're next level Louis Anderson now on the Zach Galifianakis oh. show, and you play his mother. Do you channel your mom yeah. or your dad? My mom, and when I mean, I channel my dad. I figured it couldn't just be limited to your mom. No, it, it had can't. to be some no, of your yeah, dad. Yeah, because all of it's all of it. Yeah. You know, like uh, with my mom, when... Um, my mom was detailed oriented. Like, oh my God, what is this a plug for? <laughs> she you wanted think to know this every little thing. Work yeah. On that one plug. And <laughs> <laughs> she would whisper like we're in a like that one cord. <laughs> Do you think they wouldn't mind if I slipped this in your pocket? <laughs> what? You know, so she was like really uh very funny. Yeah. Super funny person. Yeah. 
And my was she, dad was she an outsized personality? Was your dad more brusque and your mom was a bit more reserved? Yeah, and my mom came from a kind of a well-to-do family. She did okay, and she was obviously spoiled, you know, by her dad. Her dad loved her, but you guys and weren't wealthy growing no, up. No, no, we yeah. were poor. We were dirt poor. Minnesota. Yeah, we were, but we lived at the projects. A brand new projects was built, and we moved in. So we were like, we have a new house. Brand new projects. You yeah. got there right at the beginning. We got of there it. when yeah. the lawns were in. Right. <laughs> Honestly, and my dad, you know, my dad was, he had a nice lawn. The lawn we had flowers, and he was so notorious in the neighborhood that we he just had sticks with string kite string on it, and no one. Could cross the string. Nobody would even break down the string. Right. Because they disrespected would, it or they were they afraid of him? They're terrified of him. Yeah. Because he would tell them, I'll kill you. <laughs> hey, I'll kill all you hoodlums out there. I'll be to the war. He always ate his words. <laughs> it's almost as as another one of your excuses. <laughs> Like he thought better of it as he was coming like out. Like he just like, I don't know. He gave up. Doesn't matter what I say. <laughs> I was 16 years old. I grew up listening to, my my parents had the foresight to give me George Carlin records oh, and, nice. and Bill Cosby records things like that. And so when I was in high school, I said, I want to do that for a little while. And I started doing stand-up oh. in college before I got into radio. But it was 1987. Because looking at Robert Klein, George Carlin, all these guys yeah. with these outsized personalities, aggressive and manic, I was like, well, I can't go right into that. The 1987 comic relief yeah. might have been the second one. Yeah. When you did this bit on the Bonneville, I'm sure it's yeah. a classic bit yeah. by now. Yeah. But it was the first time I had seen it, and it was it was so there was something about it because I I I re- recognized my dad in it. Right. Almost beat for beat, recognized my dad. So it's a Midwestern it was thing. I think maybe you know, St. Paul. I grew up in. Yeah. And so I think that's what you know. Like I was dishing out. A different thing than the other comics were. So that was always lucky for me. But it was so funny and effortless because you were telling a story. Anybody can tell a story about their dad. Not anybody can make it funny. Those things aren't inherently funny. You made it into something outside. I come from a funny family. But, you know, like it just really was true. You know, my dad, there's a Bonneville, Louie. (laughs) He would make sure we knew it. You're getting into a Bonneville. It's American made. You could drive it head on to a train and live. And we'd all think, yeah, do it, do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> What'd you say? And then he would hear us. But, yeah, he had an authentic, uh, you know, he really was an all-American guy. He was a veteran. Yeah, look at these, uh, look at these foreign cars. Yeah, yeah by American, right? Louis, you're seeing the future destroy us. <laughs> right. This is just like having a communist move next door to you. I go, what? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I don't mind some foreigners, Louie, but these guys. (laughs) (laughs) Just not those. That's who my dad was. He was contrary. But you know what? Guys like that and guys like my dad, who was a veteran, too, those are the guys who can kind of keep you not freaking out about things as life goes on yes, because you plop, your, you plop yourself that. That down really in, in 2017 and everybody goes, oh my God, things are the worst they've ever been. Yeah. When you were a young man, your dad probably saw the world changing and couldn't process it. And everybody always thinks we're on the precipice of something. But if you have a perspective like that, you're like, eh, it's going to be fine. Like people say, be fine. When, when Trump got in, they go, I'm worried about Trump. I go, are you? Because my dad once kept... Kept us up from midnight till 6 a.m. because someone left the butter out. <laughs> I go, I'm not worried right. about Trump. I'm worried yeah. about my dad returning from the dead. <laughs> Louie, did you leave it out? Did you, Louie? No, I didn't. Ah. 
<laughs> and then he would just, he wouldn't let me go to bed until I confessed. Until so you confessed to the yeah. butter yeah, who I left it, it out. I did it. And I didn't leave it out, but I just said, no. wanted to go to sleep, yeah. Right. Yeah. It was like you were at Abu Ghraib or something, you know? <laughs> he, he wanted the confession. Wanted, didn't matter yeah. if he did it or not. Yeah, and, and he just was, uh, he'd be real quiet and sit there and then go, what about it, Louie? Eh? <laughs> You do it. Did you he have one single hey, light bulb? Lily, over you here? could tell me. You, we only had the one light bulb. Yeah, <laughs> that's how poor we were. We took it from room to room with it. <laughs> Big long cord. <laughs> Louis uh, Anderson is at uh, Hilarities tonight, seven thirty and ten, and seven and nine thirty tomorrow. My brand new uh, issue of GQ magazine came in the mail yesterday. Oh, too. did it? I and there is a phenomenal oh. article: the magnificent, mundane Louis Anderson. Because you're yeah. in basket, you got the basket shirt on. You got the baskets hat yeah you got the call from zach or louie or who called louie called me i was on my way to work in vegas you live in vegas i live in vegas 11 years now running to carrot top almost paid off (laughs) they won't let you leave till you pay all your debts um i know carrot top really well scott he's a nice guy the nicest guy he takes a lot of heat he's a nice guy yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah i think he's come out the other end of that though Seems to remember be. used to be a butt of the joke all the time. Yes, and then I think people just well, he, he leaned I mean? into that. He he embraced it and kind yeah. of went with it. And then I was like, "Well, that's funny. That's nice. he's he's self aware." So that and he's that, really funny. I and mean, he is really funny. Show. Have you seen his show? I have not seen his show, oh but I, I was always a I fan have of when his. I was younger. Is, am I right? It's a great show. Pure it's, fun. It's constant fun. The the whole from beginning to end. It's just one quip after another. Yeah. And um, he's you know what he does. He, what inventive. he does, he does perfectly yes. well mm-hmm. i mean he even did it better than gallagher in a sense yeah i mean I don't, because I don't gallagher had a different kind of vibe to him mm-hmm. scott doesn't have a doom and gloom thing and gallagher was a bit more political too yeah very political. very political yeah. towards the end he in got fact, real his first album angry. i have gallagher's first album he was really like out there yeah so anyway um Louis calls me and he goes, "Hey, Louis," and i go hey Louis." <laughs> <laughs> you hardly ever get to say that <laughs> yeah Louis. you yeah. just don't and he goes, I'm here with Zach Galifianakis. And I go, yeah. He goes, we want you to do a part on Zach's sitcom. And I said, I'll do it. You know, when those guys call you, what are you going to say? You want to think about it? You're yeah. going to say, the guy's got nine, he's sitting on an Emmy table. Just a hundred <laughs> Emmys. And he put glass on them. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That's, he has every award in Hollywood for that show. And uh, I said, he said, but we want you to play Zach's mom. And I go, Yes. <laughs> I've been waiting for this call. Right. I mean, you know, just all sunk in, like, oh, that's so perfect for me. And it's never referred to in the show. Never. Which is beautiful. It's just, oh and my I, God, I, there's I, Louis Anderson, is his mom. And you know, the first day I shot it, you have to remember, like, I had one scene in the kitchen with Zach and Martha. And um, so I go there, I say to the director, Jonathan Kreisel from Portlandia, yeah. Man Seeking Woman. Hey, I'm not going to change my voice. He goes, good. That was it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't want to ask that, you know, oh, hey. Right, yeah, sure. I, I was just going to be, I said. Because then that draws attention to it. Yeah, like, why change my voice? And so my goal every day is the same on the show, is for me to disappear as Louis Anderson. Yeah. And for that character to be completely alive. Just well, be Mrs. Baskets. Mm-hmm. It's worked. It's be- Christine. Yeah. yeah, Christine Baskets. Christine Baskets. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you ever notice in the show, 
She goes, my name is Christine. Christine Basket. <laughs> <laughs> she says it every time. It's uh, something my mom would say. Yeah. My uh, name is Aura, Orazella Anderson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she would do that. I got all those little things that you see on there from my mom. She's so bright. And they're things you, that you don't ever forget, no matter how old you get, either. Because, you know, I'm part, you know, I'm half of, that's my DNA. Right. I did my DNA recently, you know. I'm 80% butter. <laughs> in the land of lakes tribe uh-huh. and I'm 20% Norwegian no I'm just kidding but, but I mean you know I really am and I'm like my dad too hey you know in the morning uh, what hi don't talk to me for a while I'm not a talker in the morning are you well, you well, have to be. I'm on, no, you're not. But you're I'm not on. I have a morning. I'm on in another city in the morning, so I have to talk what? in the morning too. Yeah. Is there ever going to be enough for you? No, <laughs> no. I don't blame you. Trying to make all the sunshine. I got a baby. You can't get a noon show. Used to have one. I used to. Have one. <laughs> <laughs> and a night show too. Yeah. Um. Um. So no, yeah. So we're to... having the blast. I'm yeah. just. I'm telling you. How has it been? Uh, like having the baskets fans show up and see what you do. How has that been? Have they they even, love it. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're there to comic. see me, kind yeah. of. But, you know, they don't have any idea of my comedy in one sense. Right. You know? So it's like I'm the in wind- transition right now on my comedy. I'm going to do a new special. I'm going to make a transition into, you know, I've always done a certain type of show. I'm going to take it up a notch. I'm going to take it up a notch from, you know, like I'm going to do the bit. Where my dad, you know, which is kind of a harsh bit in a lot of ways, where he keeps us up all night. There's a, it's a, it's kind of a long bit, mm-hmm. and I play all the parts, and so it's really, it's strong. Yeah. So I'm trying to do stuff that's really important to me, uh, stuff about my family that's different, stuff about myself, you know, just all my fears, all my doubts, and that kind of stuff. And that, you know, the big challenge is. How do I not bum everyone out? Yeah, how do you make all that stuff funny? So you just do. You just, you know, you just decide you're going to, you know, like that thing. My dad keeping us up until, you know, 6 a.m. because someone left the butter out. Everyone has that experience. At, of some sort. Of yeah. some sort. Mm-hmm. Whatever your mom did. You know, those arbitrary thing parents get stuck on. Sure. Where they go, you're going to hey. You're gonna tell me. You're gonna li- you're gonna fess up to it. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna and, get one. Over and they're on almost me. always wrong. Right. <laughs> they're almost always wrong. You're just paying for an earlier thing you got away with, don't you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's something bonding in that particular thing with parents. It's a crazy kind of bond, not the one you want necessarily. But I think I used to lock horns with my dad because he didn't give me the attention I wanted. Right. So I think I used to taunt him. But you weren't an only kid, were you? No, but I was 10th of 11, so oh, I was 10. God. So oh when I, I, 10th of 11, I just slid out of my mom. I was, <laughs> right. My mom would hate that joke. I'm sorry, mom. Um, I was home from the hospital before she was. Um, and that's the, those are the kind of jokes I want to do. But your comedy I, always had, the, what made it so funny was, there. that was always the undercurrent was kind of the harsh confessional. So now you're just yeah. kind of bringing it to the surface at some yeah. point. I think I am, and then also I'm trying to uh, add more jokes, because I love jokes. Sure. And they love you. I do love jokes, though, you know. There's and, nothing you know, better. People used to just laugh at me, and I didn't know I was being funny. 
Like I didn't, it wasn't in the context. I was just going, hey, I'm being serious right now. <laughs> and, then, and then they would laugh more. And is, so, it, this, is it true, though, that you never wrote things down? Like Richard Lewis and you were like the two guys that I had heard, like just never wrote things well, down. Well, I'll, I'll write a word for a bit. Yeah. Like, you know, butter. You'll springboard from that. Yeah. But yeah. I, I have a really photographic memory for my material. It's a great thing for a comic yeah, to have. Really lucky. I can't remember yeah. what I did on the way over here. <laughs> I think we took the freeway, but I'm not sure. <laughs> right. But honestly, so I have that thing, you know, like I can call back a I can call back my first performance pretty much. That's amazing. Yeah. So you're in between seasons now? I am. Yeah. As opposed to my joke, I can't stay long, I'm in between meals. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you set me up for it. I couldn't, I couldn't just like that sit there. Right. Yeah. That was the first joke I did on The Tonight Show in 1984. And wow. you, had only, you had only been doing stand-up like two or three years by uh, then. 80, 78, six years. Oh, six years, The guy years, didn't okay. like me, so he wouldn't let me on that book that. So who was that? The, uh, Jim McCauley. Oh, okay. He hated me. No. Well, I thought you were too... Uh... You're not the Johnny's type comic. Mm. And I'm thinking, I will kill you. <laughs> God rest his soul. He died. He died. Your dad came out there. <laughs> he died finally, but I feel bad. Well, your dad was wrong on a lot of things, and he was wrong on a lot of things, too. Yeah. Hey, you know, we're all wrong on a lot of things. How about all the things we're wrong on? <laughs> yeah. You know, but no, my dad was always supportive of my stand-up, though. And my mom. They were, my mom got to see a lot of it. I took her to the White House when I performed. That's for which, really for cool. whom? Reagan. Yeah. I'm a Democrat, but I performed for him anyways. You probably kind of have to if it's the president. They go, you hey, do. Wanna, yeah. And, you, and Reagan jelly beans was so likable. Yeah. You know, when I, shook, when I shook Reagan's hand, it was the most giant hand I'd ever shook. Really? And it was so, like, you just realized how popular he had so much charisma. I just wanted to say to him, thank you. <laughs> Nancy almost broke me. my knuckles, but <laughs> right. was, and my all the mom hands said, shaken. "Listen to what my mom said as we're walking through the the line. You know where you get the picture. You do that fake. It's the meet and greet, yeah, sure, or the grin and grip. And um, <laughs> so uh, we walk past Nancy after she shakes. She goes, "I could fatten her up." <laughs> Now, that's how funny my mom was. The first lady. Yeah. Too first thin lady. for her taste. I kept fattening her up. Yeah. She doesn't need enough. <laughs> she just says no to yeah. dessert. <laughs> she just says no to yeah. everything. Of course, everything. Well, listen, thank you for coming in. Hey, thank it's a you. Pleasure. I love being here. Uh, Louis Anderson. How about these things? Who is it right? Brand these? new. Brand Look new, at yeah. that. Brand new. We're still Handy breaking dandy. them in. You could, probably, you could move me with one of these. I just hold on. It's a crane. <laughs> We're going to yeah. hoist. Waste. Uh Louis Anderson is Thank at Hilarities. Thank you, sir. He's on Baskets, which when does Baskets come back? January. January on FX. Come and see me this weekend because you don't know how much longer I'm going to do stand-up. Beautiful. Just a note to you guys. Okay. All he right. is at Hilarities 4th Street tonight for 7.30 and 10. Those are the shows. 7 and 9.30 tomorrow. Uh, you can go to pickwickandfrolic.com for the information, and we'll be back after these. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll receive a confirmation text. Standard message and data rates apply. That's money to 200-200. Good luck from WMMS. The Final Touch Construction Studios. It's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. An iHeartRadio station.
Maybe we should get you out to Ohio Bike Week. You could sing that with Grand Funk. They were just here for the uh, Magic Moondog thing. And we're going to be and in Sandusky them. when it starts. Are you? Yeah, because that's what the, we're oh, going to be Cedar out there Point. next week for Cedar Point. And if we're going to go downtown, maybe we'll bump into them. Oh, bump into Grand Funk. Now, there's a promotion we should do. Bump into Grand Funk with the Alan Cox Show. <laughs> hey, look at that. Look what happened. Bump Oops. into the funk. You and five guests will accidentally bump into Grand Funk Railroad. <laughs> Unbeknownst to the band. Um, yeah, Bill and Pound Cake, I'll have one last pair of tickets to give you this week. For the uh, Cedar Point Fast Pass tour, they're going to be doing a week from today, uh, kicking off the holiday weekend. You'll skip all the lines, you go on all the rides, Bill and Pound Cake, and then you go over to the third annual Brew and Barbecue. They got a hundred craft beers, they got barbecue. Make a day of it. So I'll have another pair of tickets for you uh, around five twenty, and I think there's another chance to win at WMMS.com. Look. Uh, for that. Congrats to Brandy Molden out in Warren. She got the tickets at WMMS.com for Cavs Celtics Game 3, which is Sunday night. Uh, we will be at Game 4, the four of us, and hopefully you. We will have one pair of tickets to give away on the show Monday, and then you will join us Tuesday night. Uh, game 2 is tonight. That's over on WTAM 1100 around 8 o'clock. That's when your coverage starts over here on MMS. Uh, We'll have uh, the start of the weekend series, uh, Indians versus the Astros in Houston. Uh, Both games starting, you can go back and forth. Both games starting shortly after 8 o'clock. School in Colorado got in trouble because the teacher gave her class a Trump pinata. A Spanish teacher who, you know, got a little bit of skin in that game. Uh, But a lot of parents didn't take kindly to it. You know, a lot of people think because pot is legal, or it was the first state to make it, that Colorado is some, you know, like, crazy, hippie, and a lot of it is, you know, but there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, like, conservative types in Colorado, too. They love guns in Colorado. Yeah. I mean, that's another part of your freedom, too. Uh, Yeah, they like a lot of different things in Colorado. It's not just chill-ass pot smokers out there. So a lot well, of people. That's Denver, you know. What's that? that? I mean, that's any any state outside of the major cities. You know, you have all kinds of people. Well, but there's. I mean, if you go to Golden and Boulder, and I mean, there's a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of smaller cities in Colorado that uh, that are a little left to center. But then again, you've got Columbine out there, and you've got mm. Aurora, where my ex in college was from, and where that dude, the Dark Knight shooter, mm-hmm. that yeah. happened in Aurora. So this guy at Roosevelt High School in Johnstown, Colorado, had students take turns hitting the uh, Trump pinata, and then he posted the video online. Always the smart play. Always the smart play. Again, no matter what you think, it's probably not a good idea to have kids hitting a pinata of whoever the president is. You know, I got no love for the guy, but he's the president, and if you're dealing with little kids, probably not a good idea to project that onto them for Cinco de Mayo or whatever they were doing. And, and it also teaches kids that people are full of candy. Right. And they, they, listen, sure, once in a while you'll meet somebody that when you hit them, they'll cough up a junior mint. But it's not going to be wrapped. No. Junior mints <laughs> never are. And you hope it's a junior mint. <laughs> not just something that resembles a junior mint. It's something resembling a junior mint. 
Was it a pinata they were hitting or a Russian nesting doll? <laughs> Story I read said that it was a uh, in the pinata. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, no update on the uh, Shaker Heights porch thief, by the way. Gates Mills, the community I was trying to think of before. Thank you. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. For everybody, very affluent uh, community yep. over there. It's nice out that it way. It seems kind of walled off from. Uh, the surrounding else. areas. There's the surrounding like, areas. There's also a really weird part of like, um, like South Euclid University Heights area. Yeah, that's, that's nice. like nice, but hood, but also nice, but then hood. It's very strange because mm-hmm. there's like a Whole Foods, and then there's like a car wash down the street where it's just guys in do rags like standing outside washing cars down. Well, I mean that's pretty much all of Cleveland. I mean it's the, more. By the way, the business does not have a name on it. Yeah. It's just people outside but i mean there's parts of cleveland that are million dollar houses where they're overlooking the lake all those tudor mansions up on lake road mm-hmm. and then you go two blocks south and you're like "Ooh, i'm in the wrong part of town i took a wrong turn yeah, yeah. you just got on the other side of clifton and you're like oh i believe bill they call it the haves and the also the haves and they also have that's but, what it but is more. thank you but more. The more haves and more haves. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the video uh, went viral. Barberton High School had a handful of kids that volunteered to get pepper sprayed. Did yeah, you watch this? I watched it, yeah. <laughs> what was this for? They were in a... Pepper spray awareness? No, they were in a criminal justice course. A, like a like a prep class. Criminal justice prep class or something. And they volunteered to be pepper sprayed by a law enforcement person yes, who came by? by a, a police officer. Okay. The video seen by millions on the internet now is raising questions. On it, you can raising see... Raising questions. Did they fill out their waivers? <laughs> They're all leaning against the wall of one of the buildings, and the guy goes one by one and sprays them in the face. Mm-hmm. They've got their eyes closed, I think, in anticipation of this, but it's still going to seep in. It's not like a full-on thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Unfortunately, it's worse when you're not expecting it. He's... <laughs> You know what? Just, just saying. I, I, I was going to say I forgot. I should have gone directly to our pepper spray expert. Yeah. I forgot that, that Bill got pepper sprayed. Yeah, yes, what's it feel like? I should have gone right to you. I, I completely forgot about that. He's our pepper spray correspondent. That's now. right. Uh, it feels like you're getting pepper sprayed in your eye. It's not great. If you could describe the pain, what would you describe it to be? Give uh, it a 1 to 10. 1 to 10, I would give it a 6. So it hurts pretty bad. It but hurts you're... bad. But like I said, I, I told the story... This year, the Island Cox Comedy Tour, I'm like, if I were to get, if I were using pepper spray as a deterrent, I would, after my experience of being pepper sprayed, I would ratchet up to something stronger because it's not strong enough. Well, okay. they probably have different types, though. I'm sure they probably have like, oh, here's just a little spritz, I'm, like a mild one. I, I'm pretty they've sure got, the, got, the police officer that spritz. used it on me wasn't doing it. Uh, is a little spritz. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm sure they have different levels. They're like, okay, this guy's just being a dick. Let me just just spray him. You know what? He's just being a little disruptive. I'm not going to give him ghost pepper in the yeah. face. I'll give him jalapeno. Yeah, and I, I was pretty, you know, Did aggressive. Did he spray as you I, a lot? Or? He just kind of sprayed. I think he realized he was, because be- he only got like one of my eyes, because I was kneeling down with my hands behind my back, and he perceived that as resisting arrest. Hmm. And he sprayed you. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot you got sprayed. Yep. Well, here's these kids out at Barberton High School volunteering to get sprayed. Students screaming after being pepper sprayed at an Ohio high school. It turns out they volunteered. Their parents gave the okay. But did the exercise go too far? Here's ABC's Gio Benitez. <laughs> 
How are we going too far? They said they wanted to be sprayed. <laughs> they did get sprayed. And fortunately, the cop was able to say, now you're all white, so this is a real-life situation. This is the worst that's ever going to happen to you. <laughs> they tried to recreate this uh, for real life at Cleveland Heights High School. They immediately tased them and threw them on the ground with their arms behind their back. So, you know, they do a different program for different schools. They have to tailor it, as it were. <laughs> Ready? Tonight, the video going viral. Students at an Ohio school being pepper sprayed. The kids screaming in pain. But Barberton High School says the kids not only volunteered for it, they got permission from their parents. This pe- is extra credit. Yeah. I don't know how much extra credit. Parents. Better be a lot. part of a criminal justice class. Oh, my God. The school district tells ABC News the instructor is. Don't a you think they're also being dramatic? They are absolutely being yeah, dramatic. Yeah, because there's a couple kids leaning against the wall that are just kind of shimmying, like oh, this sucks. But yeah. why am I screaming? You could tell by the couple of kids there that are just like taking it like champs that the other people are just trying they're being to they're be going over dramatic the top. about yeah. it. Of course, they, let's go viral. I'm not saying I would like to be pepper sprayed or it would feel good. I'm just saying like it seems as if they're kind of overreacting. This waiver warning parents that the spray will cause irritation and a burning sensation. Each student will be, uh, I can't read it if it's on pause, but each student will be given the option to be swabbed or receive a quick burst. For approximately 30 minutes to an hour. A popular law enforcement blog criticizes the move, calling pepper spray torturous. But the mom who shot the video defends it. If he's going to be a police officer and he's going to have these weapons to use on people, he needs to know how they feel. And David, tonight the school district says added supervision was provided by school police, insisting that the students were never in danger. David? Do you think? They're in danger. Never Never in danger. But no, I agree, though. This is nothing new. I I know of schools that do this for for their law enforcement program. I went to a vocational high school, and every law enforcement program does this. I remember this when I was in high school. And if you become a cop, you do have to actually get pepper sprayed, and you have to perform activities while you have to train while you have pepper sprayed. You gotta get tased. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was, because the officer that sprayed me was different than the officer that drove me to the station. And we were just having a conversation about what it's like to be pepper sprayed. I'm like, have you gone through this? He's like, yeah, we have to go through it. I've been through it multiple times. It sucks. I'm like, yeah, it does. And he had like the window down so I could get some air on my face to to help it, you know, Mm -hmm. relax it a little bit to to make it a little bit better. But it was. it's not the worst thing and that's ever what, happened to when me. when you get to the jail, they, they let you they, wash it out? Yeah, they wash your face off, and, and I was fine. Yeah, it's nothing new. They've been doing this in high school for years. Al Paul Auto Wash. University Heights is the place you're talking about, people are telling me. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I didn't see a sign. I just drove past there and just saw just dude standing outside, you're washing like, down cars it, with rags. Just mm-hmm. keep rolling. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying they're doing anything nefarious. I'm just saying it's it was just a place that I didn't see a sign on it, and yeah. it's down the street from a Whole Foods. Yeah. Been a long time. But I love that Whole Foods. Al Paul Car Wash predates the Whole Foods. I'm sure. You could have gotten your car washed while they were building the Whole Foods years ago. True. Well, yeah. I'm sure, I think foods. that Whole Foods is, like, brand new. No, it's been there for a few years. Oh, is it? It yeah, looks I mean, like, brand new. It's uh, at least... I think maybe like seven or eight years old. The best part is there's like a fancy dollar store like next to the Whole Foods. It's like, it looks yeah, like... Yeah, because that's all people have left after they've gone shopping. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a mansion dollar store. It has like white, fancy, like white trim. I, I don't know. Like the McDonald's here in Independence. Area. Yes, that's yeah. what it looks like. It's got It's like brick and has the white trim and the whole thing. Hmm. It's part of that little strip mall over there. Hey, JD. Hey, I uh, I grew up in Barbara. I was calling about the whole... 
pepper spray stuff. Uh, oh, good for you. <laughs> you. You went you went to Barbara in high school? I did. I know. I don't really like to advertise that too much. No, again, yeah. I don't know anything about Barbara. We Barberton, know nothing. So, yeah, so. I know this. Being pepper sprayed is not the worst thing that happens to you if you live in Barberton. Exactly. Pregnancy yeah. is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I know two no, things but... about Barberton. <laughs> Barberton's the Parma of Akron. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know this. I thought Akron was the Parma of Akron. Oh. Barberton's the, the place everyone picks on. I see. Okay, go ahead, uh, JD. So they've been doing this for years. I uh, graduated in 2013. They did that years before I was around. They still do that to this day. They also do tasing. Uh, it's Part of the vocational, there's a Four Cities Compact, so it's not just Barbara students. There's uh, Wadsworth students, there's uh, Copley students, and Norton students. This so, must be a public school thing, because we never had this in Catholic school. We never had a cop come by and go, who wants to get tased? It's always part of the vo- but it's part of that vocational program. Like, it's part of the law enforcement, the law enforcement exactly. program. Oh, I see. So there's only people that volunteer. That class, yeah. I see. So this isn't, like, for a history class no. or something. No, no. Oh, okay. no they're, not, they're not trying to teach you about civil rights. Like, okay, today we're going to pepper spray you. Tomorrow is the fire, fire hoses. hoses. Yeah. Right. And then dogs. And then we're gonna re- shepherds. We're going to recreate Selma on Friday. Um, oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's... You know, criminal justice you know, there, class. There, there's some teachers that will do it with the students so that the students can see what it's like first before they go through it. Uh, so it's a very relaxed uh, environment, and all the kids are aware of it, and it's it's a normal thing at the school at this point. It's very so relaxed it's, it's until everyone starts point. screaming from well, the pepper thing. spray in their and eyes. And it's, it's, people are overreacting in that video. And people, oh, and then because it's online, everyone's like, oh my God, I have to be outraged now. Well, the only thing I saw that was like kind of weird is the people I know that, that I saw got pepper sprayed. They went to the hose right after. They sit against the wall for a really long time in that video. When I saw people get pepper sprayed, they got pepper sprayed. They let it sit. And then like they were like, oh, put the hose to my eyes. Right, because it's a viral video. That you don't get a viral video out of someone getting sprayed for two seconds I don't think and then they going and their face out. I don't think they wanted to go. Did they plan for it to go viral? Did, is that what they wanted? Why? Now, for AP classes, did the guy come back and shoot them so that they know what that feels like if they want to become law enforcement? I bet you there was probably no. something. Center that, mass, kids. Center mass. There was probably something said or agreed upon, like, hey, if we spray you, you have to sit with it for, th- you know, two minutes time, yeah. or something, then we'll take you to get water. Or People are telling me that the kids came up with the idea. To film it. And at, to do it. To do yeah. it. And then see if they could get somebody well, to, you know. you notice none of the kids are speaking out and saying that they were tortured, so I think they're fine. Well, they signed a release or whatever. Couldn't so. they just mm-hmm. give them big glasses of milk? Don't you pour milk in when That's you're... That's what I would do. Yeah. And I don't know if uh, they were, uh, maybe they just weren't in the video, but I didn't see a teacher joining in to have this done. So, yeah, whatever. I'm sure one of those kids will show up on the nightly news somewhere. One of the Barberton 12 speaks out. <laughs> While everyone else was screaming, he was noodle dancing against the wall. <laughs> we'll talk to the chillest pepper-sprayed kid at Barberton High School. Um, okay, I will have those Cedar Point passes for you after the break. Uh, next Friday, you'll join Bill and Poundcake for the Fast Pass Tour. Go on all the rides. 
And then the third annual Brew and Barbecue is going to happen after that. So you want to go? We'll hook that up coming back. 35192 if you want to text. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. An iHeartRadio station. He's doing absolutely nothing to protect your sister's reputation. She had like six guys before lunchtime. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. You can text me 35192 if you like. Um, AlanCoxShow.com. Got plenty of things there for you to waste some time with. Uh, hey, Craig. Yeah. What's going on, Craig? How's it going, huh? Good. What can I do for you? Um... I was just calling in about the whole situation real quick. I know you guys just talked about it, but I've actually, I was in that criminal justice class, that exact class about back in 2006. At Barberton High School. Yeah, I went to Wadsworth, and it was a vocational class for sure, like what that last guy just said. And I'd go there for about half a day. The first year was criminal justice, and the guy that ran it was the same guy that's running it now. You know, as a chief. Um, but back in the day, I guess when we went, it wasn't a full spray on in the face. It was just a Q-tip underneath the eye. And uh, <laughs> it was thought less severe. But I guess the school finally okayed it. And there's a resource officer that they have that actually assists with everybody. And I guess when that video you know, obviously took place, you know, people saw it from a viral. I was surprised to see that happen. I was like, oh, my gosh, you know. No like, more swab to the eye. Should just yeah, pepper spray you know, the I, like, I got a, my buddy of mine, is actually a roommate. He actually went. I think he was about 2013. I think he was in the same class. And he actually, I think he got sprayed as well. And uh, you know, it's just a typical thing. I think parents sign off on it. Sure. You know, it's a voluntary thing. I believe you get extra credit if you do it. Don't eat the pepper spray, <laughs> bubble gut. Oh <laughs> no, bubble gut. You're the dumbest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, was, uh, I guess this one was actually like near the end of the year, and then the second year is actually fire EMT. And that's actually college instructors come down and they train you a lot. They do like a live burn over in Worcester. Yeah, they set you on fire and they let you run around. <laughs> yeah, you put all the, the whole stuff on, the whole shebang. Basically. The gel, yeah. The suit, then they light it's you on fire. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's basically how it works over there. And I, like I said, I saw the video go viral and I've heard some negative things about it and then, you know, some positive things. I think People Magazine did a big thing on it too. So it's just, it's crazy. Hey, listen, if the parents are down and the school's cool and the kids sign their waivers, I don't know what the, I, I don't know where the crack in the door is where that you know people get angry and okay thank you craig i appreciate it bill do you know the difference between a woman from barberton and a hockey player what's that a hockey player takes a shower after three periods why was the girl playing <laughs> hockey i don't know oh people text me these dumb jokes and uh um hey uh kevin Hey, Alan, how are you? What's going on? Not too much. I'm not a, a bad boy like Bill, but I have been pepper sprayed twice. Oh, good for you. Bad boy Bill was in full effect. What did you do to get pepper sprayed on either occasion? Law enforcement in the military. Law enforcement? Wow, they're yeah, really cracking down cut out grass. there. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, cutting grass. Oh. <laughs> grass. Yeah. No, it was law enforcement training. We had to go through full full face pepper spraying. It's, it's no joke. Are you a cop now? I am not a cop. I just law enforcement in the military. Oh, I see. Okay, law enforcement training. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the training. Yeah, okay. Some people are telling me that pepper spray in the hood is like banaca. 
They just go. You know, some people it affects differently, but uh, some it's it's bad. It makes you snot, makes you drool. Bill um, snotted. Did you snot and drool? Uh, I didn't snot and drool. I, I, and again, he only got me in like one eye. I think he regretted doing it as soon as he hit the button. So I don't think I got like a real severe blast of it. Right. Yeah. If it, yeah. If it gets in your sinuses, it uh, has a bad effect. I mean, it was definitely like uncomfortable and I was miserable for the ride over, but it wasn't like, like the worst thing that has ever happened to me. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing is they say 30 to 30 minutes to an hour, but when you have you have reflashes throughout the day, like if you take a shower, all the all the oil and stuff comes out of your pores and it reflashes again. It's, I was going to say, yeah, you get you get burned again. Yeah. Mm. So, Good times. Time, but yeah, okay. not a bad boy like Bill, but <laughs> you came close, Kevin. You flew too close to the sun on wings of wax, my friend. Absolutely. All right, thank you. There's Kevin. I like the story of the Pizza Hut manager in Atlanta who pepper sprayed an employee. Because they got into an argument over how much of the ingredients should be on the pizza. <laughs> That's worth a pepper spraying. Yeah, you know, a lot of places you order a pizza, they'll give you a little packet of crushed pepper. Or, you know, red pepper. Uh-huh. Flakes, right? For uh-huh. your pizza. A pepper spray was discharged in the face of a female at a pizza hut uh, because they had a verbal altercation uh, in which the manager ended up uh, attacking the employee. They... Um, we're arguing about the placement of the pizza ingredients hmm. before the manager said she needed to go home or get fired. She responded by saying, you're not my manager, even though they were. And then the manager started threatening her husband and talking about the victim's brother who died two weeks prior. Jeez. Good Lord. You know what? Your husband sucks. I'm glad your uh, brother's dead. That's what you get when you put too few pepperoni slices on the deep pan pizza. <laughs> get the hell out of here. Right. So uh, before uh, they left the store, uh, he wrote his address on a paper napkin, slammed it on the counter, and said that if the girl wanted to fight, that's where she could find him. (laughs) He also threw trays of pizza and dough on the floor as he was leaving. Do you think he was really mad about that, or do you think there's some other issues? I think some other things are going on. Maybe it's unrequited love, or maybe before we all laugh. Before we deride this person, because it's so easy to believe, ha ha ha, that everyone in these kinds of jobs, they don't really care, just getting through their work of day lives. Maybe this guy is so precise with his pizzas. Maybe he is so into the consistency Hmm. of being a Pizza Hut manager, what comes out of their store is representative of all of them. Maybe he's so into that that he could not abide someone's shoddy pepperoni work. That's a thing. Like, this is supposed to be like a bad PR thing for Pizza Hut. I'm more apt to go to Pizza Hut to get a pizza now that I know that if their employees aren't putting the right ingredients on, they're getting pepper sprayed. At least in Atlanta. (laughs) That's a quality pizza right there. That's right. Your pizza is perfect, or whoever made it gets sprayed. (laughs) That's our pledge to you at Pizza Hut. Nobody out pepper sprays the hut. Like, hell yeah, I want the pepper spray Pizza Hut. That's that's what's up. Well, maybe they can start adopting uh, that at uh, local uh, Pizza Hut locations. This should just be a rule for fast food in general. If they get your order wrong, you get pepper sprayed. That's right. That way, that evens out the whole wage debate. Everybody's like, oh, you want to get paid $16 an hour for flipping burgers? Well, if you put pepper spray on the table, I think everybody everybody would be just fine with that. Everybody would be like, okay, I'll pay you $16 an hour, but if you get my order wrong, pepper spray.
<laughs> you get sprayed in the eyes, mm-hmm. and then you'll be out of work for a couple of days. Good afternoon, folks. We're here in Dublin, and we're listening to the Alan Cox Show, and that's what's up. Aren't they the cutest? If they're still alive. I'm sure. How would they be? They were old men. Old they Irish, weren't old. They were old Irish drinking men. They might be dead. They might have gotten in some kind of a Donnybrook over there. Some mm. kind of a street brawl. I would hope not. All right. Let me try to win you some money. Good luck. Your chances are dwindling as it's the last day for the uh, $1,000 bribe. But you got a shot right here. Good luck. Your shot at $1,000. Now. Text the word CASH to 200-200. You'll receive a confirmation text. Standard message and data rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. Good luck from WMMS. Well, the Detroit Police Department is confirming more details about Chris Cornell's death. Oh, no. What happened? He used a common piece of exercise equipment to take his own life. He secured a red elastic exercise band, like those TRX bands. Yeah. Like the rubber ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Attached to a carabiner to the top of his hotel bathroom door. He jammed the door shut with the carabiner at the top of the frame. It was jammed so tight that it left an indentation in the door frame. He had been on the phone with his wife who said he sounded groggy and repeatedly told her, I am just tired, before hanging up. She became alarmed, called the hotel, his security guard kicked down two doors, and found him in the bathroom with blood running from his mouth. She still believes that it was because of he was under the influence of Ativan, his prescription medication, and that she believes he had no plan or desire to commit suicide. Mm. So there you go. That settles it, pretty yeah. much. But the wife is like, the, I, I just don't buy that this guy meant to kill himself. I don't understand, like, why that's a way people want to go. You suffocate to death. But not only that, but I... Who wants to suffocate to death? Well, maybe some people think that they'll break their neck and it'll be quick, depending on how you do it. You can't really break your neck with a a, uh, rubber band and a door. If you jump up, you can. Um, and and then go- if you don't and your neck's just severely injured, then well, you got to sit there until you pass out and die. Right. But, but also, I'm always wondering why there isn't, from that level, like why there isn't uh, like an adrenaline response that kicks your brain in to go, don't do this. You stand up. You like stand mm-hmm. up. This is, yeah, that's the thing. I don't understand logistically. Maybe I'm dumb, but how do you hang yourself from a door frame that's not, that where you could just stand up and live? Like, where you could just put your feet on the ground and live. I don't know. Like, do you, because wouldn't, you, like I said, wouldn't, or like you said, wouldn't your body just put your feet down or wouldn't you, your brain panic? Like, I know people have a real strong desire to kill themselves, but wouldn't, in the moment where you're really uncomfortable and you're suffocating to death, wouldn't you put your feet down? Yeah, but if he was tired and his senses were dulled because of whatever he took, that probably just kind of might ease you Mm-hmm. Yeah, Slipping into a warm bath. Because isn't know. that similar to how uh, Errol Castro killed himself? Like he wasn't in like a he wasn't hanging from he the ceiling. He, he hung himself bed in the bed sheet from his bed, which yeah. couldn't have been that tall. He right. leaned forward. That's what it was. Yeah. So he did, there was no like you know. So then catching himself, he leaned forward. Yeah. So once you lean forward, if you're doing it like that, and I'm, I imagine Chris Cornell did it in a way so that his body weight is working against him, so that even if he somehow recovers. It's going to be too late. 
I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. quite understand. Like either, I've tried to hold it. my breath really long in a pool before, like underwater, like uncomfortably long. Like I am staying here forever. I don't care if my life ends, right? Just because, like, you want to beat your sister because we're having a contest, <laughs> whatever, right? <laughs> and or you want to make out with Wendy Peppercorn? <laughs> yes, exactly. And everybody feels that you get that response, that panic in your brain, that. I need to come up for air right now. I'm doing this. It doesn't matter how much my desire is to hold my breath any longer. I physically can't. Well, I'm with you. I, I mean, the, the the urge when you decide, and again, I, I don't know that he decided to do, I don't know. I don't. I just don't. He decided understand to do that. something, but well, I don't understand the. I get the. If you break your neck, if you fall from like a, you know, hang yourself from like a far distance, whatever. Got it. Quick, probably painless. It's nah, done, right? Well, no. But to hang yourself where you can just stop and touch your feet to the ground, I, I don't understand how anyone actually accomplishes that by well, themselves. Because you'll probably pass out before you actually die, and there's you know. Then doesn't your body automatically start breathing once you you know you're unconscious, right? Yeah, but if yeah, your but if you're pathway hung, you is constricted, yeah. okay. I mean, you know, you know. But I, I'm with you. Like, I agree. There's people that have tried to commit suicide and they do it wrong. Like, people have been tried to shoot themselves in the head and they get the wrong part of the brain and they just function. But with- that makes sense to me. That makes sense. Accidentally shooting yourself in the wrong spot. It doesn't make any sense to me how someone is able to hang themselves where they could just simply touch their feet to the floor. Because I don't understand how your brain wouldn't go, hey, I know I'm really depressed, but uh, I need to breathe. Robin Williams. Yeah, he Same hung way. himself from a, mm-hmm. from a door handle. A closet door. Yeah. Door handle, I thought, yeah. I, I thought I heard. Yeah. I don't get that. I think if you take enough pills and you put yourself out. Yeah, pills maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe you close your eyes and you just don't. Or you just accept it and you just want that. You, you like, because then once you pass out, you're there's no recovering. I just feel like my desire to beat my sister in an underwater breathing competition was really strong. Like, I really didn't get along with my sister. <laughs> Your competitiveness is stronger than people's will to kill themselves. No, their will to kill themselves must be stronger than my competitiveness because I did not die. You mean, I floated you mean to the top. An underwater well, why don't you not show breathing them? competition. Yeah, not breathing competition. <laughs> right. Hold your breath competition underwater. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'd, I guess... Maybe I don't understand because I've never been to that point, but I certainly, that wouldn't be the way I would take my own life if I was going to. Hell no. It seems miserable. That's why when I was a kid, we only did above water breath holding. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Still because the same thing, cheat. though. No, because that way you go, up. you puff your cheeks, but then you breathe through your nose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beat my brother every time. He's like, how'd you do that? I go, because I'm amazing and because I cheated, <laughs> because I was breathing the whole time. Yeah, I, I didn't care about things like that. Hey, uh, I bet I could do this longer than you. Probably. I don't care. <laughs> I think oh, we know how so we're giving cynical. away those tickets on Monday. I don't care. you got to hold your breath longer than Alan. Yeah, hold see your if, breath. That's right. See if you can do that. That's right. I can hold my breath. Great. Don't care. <laughs> I like all my brain cells intact. Few as they may be. But, uh, yeah, well, that's sad. So, you know, he's got a grown daughter from his first wife, and he's got three little ones, I think. Jeez. With his second wife. His first wife was their manager for a long time. Susan Silver, she managed all those bands, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, and, you know, she was a big deal. And um, and then they divorced a few years ago, and he got remarried. And Well, you know what? Maybe there was something with the Ativan. Maybe the toxicology will 
um, shed light on something that maybe we didn't know. Aaron Hernandez put soap on the floor so he couldn't get up, somebody said. Oh, man. That's, so you're just tripping? So you're just you're slip sliding, sliding slip around. sliding away. Yeah. Slip sliding into the afterlife. That's right. Boy, his girlfriend's been, ma- fiance's been making the rounds on the talk show. He was not gay! Because Uh-oh. the story was that he, like, wrote a letter mm-hmm. to his cellmate. I think that ended up being bogus, but... Um, uh, hey, uh, Corey, hello. How's it going? Good, what's up? Well, I just wanted to call and kind of correct Erica there. She uh, kept saying, why would you want to suffocate? I had a friend that survived uh, attempted hanging, I guess, and I had a very similar conversation with him, and he said it, it has nothing to do with the suffocating. It, once the blood flow gets cut off, you just pass out. The blood and choke. If and if you're hanging yourself, like you're, you're leaning forward like Castro did kind of thing, once you pass out, then it just kind of takes care of itself. But but the point before you pass out, though, is my is is where where I'm unclear, because there's a there is a time, you know, if you were to just squeeze your own neck right now and stop yourself from, you know, being able to breathe. Doesn't that flight or fight response in your body like force you to take that breath? Like I don't, I don't know how people get over that hump to where they pass out. Is where I'm, where I'm at. Well, and other people are pointing out too. They're like, once that rope gets tight, standing wouldn't make it loose. It'd still be tight around your neck. So well, yeah, and I mean, if you're you know, using a rubber rubber band exercise equipment, it's just going to tighten like a noose. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's you need a knife to get that off. It's all friction. There's no give to it once it gets around. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Corey. Hmm. Hmm. All right. On a happier note, uh, I'll have uh, Social D tickets for you uh, in a bit uh, before we get out of here later on. Mike Ness uh, and them are coming out. Uh, you know, it wouldn't have to be a tall door for Mike Ness to hang himself. Little toes wouldn't reach the floor. Um, if you want to text, 35192. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. Three five one nine two. If you want to text, I hadn't been on my Twitter all show, and somebody tweeted me and said, "Ah, oh, I didn't realize Mike Ness was so short. My friend banged him a number of years ago." I'm sure, his wife will be pleased to hear that. Um, <clears throat> we'll say allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cavs game tonight, game two in Boston against the Celtics. Uh, you will hear that on WTAM eleven hundred shortly after eight o'clock. Here on MMS, shortly after 8, Tribe kicks off the weekend series against the Astros in Houston. So your pregame coverage here will get going around 7.37. Monday on the show, you'll have a shot to win the single pair of tickets that we will have for Game 4 of the NBA playoffs with uh, Bill and myself, Erica, Poundcake. We're all going, and we have two tickets left. So we'll give that pair to you on Monday and you'll join us at the queue Tuesday night. Games three and four are back here in Cleveland. And God forbid the series has to go back to Boston. Don't say that. I just did, Erica. Didn't you recognize my voice? You jinx everything. I j- How am I jinxing it? You speak no speak. You don't even put that into existence. You know what they say? Like the book, the secret you put out in the world, but you want to get 
back, you know? Yes, but because I'm not a child, I don't believe that. <laughs> well, you also <laughs> jinxed the presidency because you said it was never going to happen. A lot of people said it was never going to happen. Mm, not us. A lot of people said the Cavs would never come back from uh, being down 3-1, so... <clears throat> I don't know if that was for Alan or for me, but either way, I'm, I'm outraged. <laughs> I'm just saying you take it one game at a time, and that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. One game at a time. One game at a time. Booby Gibson is going to be at the game tonight. He's going to be. I wish I was going. Yeah, he's going to be hanging out and signing autographs. Wait, is he going to be at the actual game, or is he going to be at the watch party? He's going to be at the game. Oh, I think he's going to no, be in Boston. No, he's going to be at the Cavs watch party, I thought. I thought he was saying he was in Boston. I thought that he was going to be like meeting fans here. Here. Oh, I yeah, thought sounds... maybe I misread it. I thought he was going to be in Boston. Maybe I don't know. I thought it was that he was going to be meeting fans at the watch party, but maybe not. Where is that at the queue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Where else would it be? LeBron's house? <laughs> no, like I don't know. I, I I didn't know if like there were bars doing it or I don't know. Well, there's bars doing it as well, but but that's the watch party, the official. Cast oh, watch they party. show it at the queue. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Don't don't you remember Bill went. To the watch party. He was at the watch party when they won last year. He was mm-hmm. already downtown. Game seven. Yeah, yeah, game seven. Okay. Yep. It's a big deal. Um, this weekend, I'm, I'm... Yeah, okay. This weekend, I'm going out there to sign autographs and hang with the fans. I thought he meant Boston, because that's where the game is. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They were a little unclear in their question, I guess. I have fond memories of... Um, Booby for three! Didn't we have him in here? No. We One of my have, favorite players, though. We had, didn't have Booby in here once? You had Kyrie. We had Kyrie, remember? No, I know who that is. We sang together. He I was thought beautiful. We, I thought we had Booby in here. Daniel Booby Gibson had you suicidal thoughts. You know what, Alan? You what, may what? be right. <clears throat> you may be right. I'm almost positive we had Booby Because then he was here. dating that uh, Carrie Hilson chick or whatever, right? That R&B singer? Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole. There yeah, you go. Keisha Cole. Yeah, he was married to her. Why did I think Carrie Hilson? Yeah. In the same realm, My brain on the same level. I just googled him to see where he was going to be, and there's a, an article about him having suicidal thoughts. Everything's tying together today. Yeah. Booby Gibson. Well, but what happened to the dude though? He didn't. I mean, he, he didn't, had like, injuries, and then that kind of derailed his career. Right. He didn't exactly retire. I think and a lot the, of people think he just quit playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And he allegedly was messing around on Keisha Cole. So then they got divorced. So she moved to back back to Compton or, or Oakland. <laughs> we or did have him in. <laughs> Yeah, we had him in. I just don't remember. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember people all the time that we have in, but... Yep, he was here. God, somebody the other day hit me up. Oh, yeah, they were like, hey, what you should play your Chris Cornell interview from Chicago. And I'm like... <laughs> what? I don't... And then I saw one of my old co-hosts posted a photo. And I go... Cause she, and she messaged me. She goes, do you have that interview? I'm like, probably. Somewhere. I would have to dig through hundreds of, yeah, I have no idea where that is. We need to have the Cox Files someday, though. We need to listen to old audio of you someday. Some of them are on YouTube. Can we, you like, can take them. a Friday and just listen to old clips? What do you mean? Like, my very first days in radio? Or, or like, like, memorable a, like, interviews? Yeah, we can or... do some of the, the early stuff. Some of the Pittsburgh stuff, I've some got, of the Chicago stuff. I don't know how entertaining you, that would be. You would let's be entertained on, by it. We and the audience would be entertained by it. Let's do it on it. your birthday. On oh, my 
A retrospective. Yeah. Um, a look back. Oh, God. Way Cox back. at a glance. That, that usually, that, way <laughs> far back. That usually signals like the the coming of someone's career. They're in the twilight of their career. No, See true just, Hollywood story. I could very well be. What the hell do I know? <laughs> we, you refer to a lot of things, like a lot of interviews and things that you did in the past. It would be nice to hear some of those things. Well, I don't have them all committed to recordings. I no, mean, but, but just yeah. things that maybe you do have. I've got a mini disc full of interviews. That's Jeff Goldblum mm-hmm. and Matt Damon and... Uh, and uh, I would love to hear uh, some old stuff. Simon Cowell and Louis C.K. and let's some, hear them. Yeah. Some vintage Cox. Vintage Cox. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, can... they're like artifacts now. We might as well, you know, put them on public display. Yeah, I should find some really old cassettes and run them off into the machine. Yeah, yeah. you'll yes. get a real hoot out of those. Yes, when I was an intern. I think you're underestimating how many people would enjoy that. Oh, I'm severely underestimating yes. how many people would enjoy I think lots that. of people would enjoy I think enjoy you are it. overestimating how no, many people would enjoy it. No, I well, don't think I am. Uh, you, you think they would enjoy it. They would want to hear it, but just so they could incessantly break my balls. That's yeah, why they would enjoy it. Yeah, that's why it's fun. Not necessarily. That's not fun for me. I mean, I already did that stuff. But you've you know done I mean? cool interviews with people before that we haven't had on this, you know, this version of the show. No, that, I know. That, that we wouldn't be like, hey, Alan, can't believe you did that. No, I you know? know. But interviews, I mean, after a while, you're like, yeah, okay. I mean, you want to hear Jeff Goldblum plugging his TV show from 10 well, years ago? Maybe not Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, I love be, Jeff Goldblum. So do I, but that wouldn't be my, like, memorable interview. Yeah, I want to hear, like, bits and, like, rants that you went on. Like, I, I want to... I would, less on interviews and more on all my old C- what your show was. All my old CDs are in cutout bins all up and down the eastern seaboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, everyone's CDs are in cutout bins now. No one's putting CDs out, really. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're old. Oh, no, just a thought. Well, I'll see Put it I into can. the hopper. I'll see what I can come up with. My birthday is about a month away. It'd be fun. It would be fun. I'll just leave, let you guys run them. <laughs> just make fun of you (laughs) hey here's something else alan did a long time ago (laughs) before we met him enjoy yeah yeah i i don't know i just feel like it'd be interesting somebody i might have a picture of me in a lobster suit when i had to hand out flyers for shaw's crab house not a picture audio (laughs) i know you gotta have something to post it would almost be like a radio time capsule you know how it's evolved everything yeah what things that you were talking about then you know i don't know some listener or posted. how it hasn't evolved. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, devolved is probably the, That's right. the way it's going. That's the more appropriate term. Yes, Punkin. Some listener posted on my wall, like maybe last year or something, of old audio clips of you when you were you had your Pittsburgh show. And that's when you first hear yeah, like some, the... Somebody put one of my CDs on YouTube. That's what I, yeah, yeah. That's what I was referring to. Because that's when... But that was all bits. Those were like, I put up uh, bit CDs. Every yeah, year. you were pissing a lot of people off because you were Ugh. prank calling them and stuff like that. That's where you hear the old lady, who the hell is this? I want to no, hear no, no. an old Alan Cox prank call. I didn't do prank calls. Oh. I got wrong numbers and I would F with them incessantly. Yes. Yeah. Well, still it was a prank. I would like to hear those. With them. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, how, yeah. how did you do that, by the way? Because didn't you have to ask for permission to play it on air? No, because the rule was if they called the radio station, then they were actively... I think the law might be a little different now, and it varies kind of state by state. Some states, both parties have to be informed. Mm -hmm. Other states, it's only one party confirmation. I think Ohio might be a one state, but Pennsylvania and Illinois are a little different. Um, Pennsylvania's laws in general are so backwards. It's like they still (laughs) draw witches there. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's a commonwealth. It's, you know, but... um, I remember. Yeah, the, the people still will text me and they'll just write, pay my gas bill. And that's a 
call from a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I've got the CDs. They're in my, my leather binders. I would love to hear a few. I'm never yeah. letting go. I've got them right here, actually. We can go through them. Let, let, let me and Erica go through them, and we'll uh, kind of... Figure out what Pick to... Pick our faves? Yeah. You carry around your demos and stuff in your well, he's binder? Got, he's got his, well, these, his... Are, these are all my soundtracks and crap. Yeah, he's got a bunch of music and CDs and stuff in there. That uh, His binders of see, women. See, that's how you can tell the, the generation gap, because Alan has a binder. I have a flash drive of all my stuff. <laughs> Mine's all on my back. It's all on one little compact... Uh, drive, yeah, but I'm not going to put every single CD I have on a thumb drive. Like, why can't you? I can. I'm not going to. Why would I when I can just play one of these? I'm going to convert my these binders of dozens of these. It would. It would take like yeah. maybe 30 minutes. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. It'd take a while. It, a long time. It wouldn't take that long though. You could do that in a weekend. And it would be so much more convenient. Right, and then you just have a little thumb drive and so much lighter. I know. I can do it for you if you'd like. I know. I mean, this does look really easy. This looks really easy and convenient, though. I just know you're busy. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to get this thing in here. Oh God! I mean, I can see why you're you're sticking to this uh, older technology. It definitely moves the show along. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, let me see if this will play. Hold on, let me see. If this will play. Yeah, and then you get this whole moment where we're just waiting for it to Let's actually see. load Loading. up. Loading. You can hear Fire a, up your compact disc player. You, you want to hear a mad grandma? Do you got the disc? Yes, you got mad the disc pr- protection on. Mad grandma. Hold on, see if this works. I am appalled of what you just said on the air. Actually, I'm... same background music as you still oh. use. <laughs> I've, I literally have got the. I've used the same beds for. Oh yeah, because why change them? Um, <laughs> I don't know, so you don't sound. I, these are. That's yeah, timeless, I guess. I, I don't know if these are edited because I would put the unedited versions out on CD. I, well, we'll see. I'll dump it if. Mm-hmm. I am appalled of what you just said on the air. I was driving my son to a fall ball game. His grandmother is in this car, and you said some words I couldn't believe were allowed on the air. What did I say? I'm not going to repeat it. Well, you gotta help. You gotta just... help me out, ma'am. If you're appalled, you gotta help me out. I say a lot of things I, people don't like. My mother is in, was in the car. I dropped him off at his fall baseball game because he listens to your station. Yeah. And I almost wrecked the car. Let me talk to grandma. I was very, very upset to hear the language that comes over the airways today, and I'm 75 years old. Well, great, but what did I say? And I hope that you get your act together and uh, oh, I got my act together, say Grandma. anything like that again. I, I almost fell through the seat here. Well, don't have a coronary. What are you? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it's terrible. No wonder the kids are like they are today. Yeah, the kids are all bad because of me. That's right. Not because I got some hag screaming at them in the back. When all that comes over the airways. Hey, Grandma. It's you, it's Grandma, what did I say? Shows. Grandma, what did I say? Your your daughter's I'm still... I'm not saying it. What I'm did I say? Saying. You should know what you said. No, I don't know what I said. I say a well, lot of things people don't like. Five minutes ago, and I... Uh, somebody called in. All right, grab your inhaler. And somebody... Well, anyhow, I was appalled. Here's my daughter. What? I still have yet to, un- to know what the hell you're talking about. Someone called in and you said the word. It, it starts with a C, I believe. Sucking on cocks? Yeah. That's my last name, ma'am. Well, I, I, I guess you didn't know upset. that. You didn't know Thank that, did you? You, you didn't Goodbye. know that, did you? Hello? Trifle with me, will you, you ornery mange baron coyote? Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> you still say that. Yeah, that could have been taken... From this week's show. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's not that it's, you know, it's not that different. Oh, man, I love that. I just used to have it's a lot really of angry calls. That's my last yeah. name. Oh, well. Uh, well. Yeah. Used to. 
Yep. You know what I loved about that grandma? She, the, uh, grandmas always have the best transitions with speech. They go, anyhow, or like, oh, well, uh, uh, well, gosh darn it. They always have like these little interjections, and I loved when she said anyhow. Oh, I couldn't believe that the woman actually gave the phone to her mom. Yeah. That was great. If you go, let me talk to grandma, they're going to go, you don't need to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Handed it right to her. <laughs> and then she said, here's my daughter. <laughs> they gave it back to the daughter. Yeah. yeah That's awesome. Mm. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Good times. <laughs> What time is it? <laughs> Sucking on seeds. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. That's my last name. Well. <laughs> oh, okay. No oh, wonder the kids are they, that, yeah. how they are today. It's because of you, Alan. Yeah, why'd you have to ruin all those kids? Boy, I'll tell you <laughs> what. It's, it's weird to think of, if I do the math, it's weird to think of the kid that she was probably talking about is probably married now. Yep. I mean, that's... full-blown adult, yeah. Yeah, that's like 2,000. That's come was, a long way from his fall ball game. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that... <laughs> fall, <laughs> taking my son to a fall ball game. <laughs> right. That's how I timestamp that clip. <laughs> this happened in the fall! <laughs> yeah. So that was that was 17 years ago. Was that... Wow. Was that he act- could be dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, damn. He could be dead. <laughs> sure. It's possible. That's right. Might have talked to the wrong guy in the Hill District and got shivved right there. Mm-hmm. Was that afternoon as well, or was that a morning show? That was afternoon. I I replaced when this company dumped Howard Stern. I replaced Stern there, but uh, we had Stern in the morning and then me in the afternoon. Um, God, what was that like to step in? Hey, I'm on now. Well, but I was basically (laughs) the face of that radio station because we didn't ever promote the Howard Stern show because they're like, if you like him, you know where to find him. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we're not going to waste money promoting Howard Stern because you'll find him if you like him. So I was the natural choice to... So you were already on that station then? I was on afternoons. Okay, gotcha. They just moved you. Yes. Gotcha. Yep. I thought you were just walking in cold. See, now I got people texting me, hitting me up with whole bits. Really? Yeah, it must be Pittsburgh listeners or something. Yeah, you've got a loyal fan base. Yeah. let me see. Like I said, I'm not overestimating the amount of people that would like to hear this stuff. Let me see see if I can find the gas bill. I'll play the gas bill. Okay. I would like to hear that, yes. Uh, Do you have any find my gas bill music? <laughs> uh, no, I was being serious. I don't even remember what CD it was on. Oh, I heard it. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> Gotta boot up the old machine. I know. I should, I really should. I should, should take Pumpkin up on his offer, and I go, all right, this weekend, thunk, put all these on a thumb drive for me. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Hold on. Jackie? Yes. Wow, same music. Same music. Like months apart, right. years apart, same music. Wow, all right, maybe I should mix it up a little bit. I feel like I'm being inceptioned or something. Uh, like I just love that bed. I love it. Jackie? Yes. Is this Jackie Penn? Yes. Huh? Who's this? This is uh, Miss Jeffries, her mother. Okay, yeah, this is Jackie. Huh? This is Jackie. Oh, well, can I speak to Jackie? Mom. Huh? This is Jackie. Jackie, over here on the boulevard? Yes. What's wrong with your voice? I have a cold. Oh. Well, (laughs) listen, Jackie, did you pay my uh, gas bill? No. Huh? Why would I pay your gas bill? Because I got a cutoff notice. Oh. 
Did you ever pay my gas bill? Huh? Did you ever pay my gas bill? <laughs> Who the hell is this? <laughs> it's Jackie, your daughter. Huh? Did you ever pay my gas bill? Who is this? It's Jackie. What are you, deef? <laughs> James? Yeah, James. James? Yes. Well, how come you got Jackie's number? Because I'm Jackie. Huh? I'm Jackie. I don't understand you. I'm Jackie. Why would I pay your gas bill? You never paid my gas bill. Who is this? Pay my gas bill! Let me speak to Mike. This is Mike. Hello? Yeah, anyway, she hung up. Yeah. See, now you could do the whole customer service runaround on her that you've uh, developed over the years with us. Retrospect, I feel yeah. badly, That's right. though, because You could call her from every department. Because she froze to death? <laughs> yeah, she's like, because I got a cutoff notice. I'm like, oh. You're getting soft, old yeah. man. Oh, now I feel bad. She might be dead. That woman is probably dead by now. You Prob- think? Yes. So is the grandma, too. Probably dead. From the other Both clip. of those women were probably dead. Well, I killed, I yeah. have two elderly deaths on my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It is a time capsule. Mm. Uh, Mike in Rochester. Hello. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Good. Hey, there's one, speaking of clips of you, there's one on YouTube. I don't know where it is, but you, you used to do PBS in Pittsburgh, if I'm right. But uh, there was this one interview you were talking to these, I, I think they were farther right than you, obviously, but... There was this one clip, and you said that the 9-11 was the best thing that happened to the Bush administration, and their faces, it was the greatest thing ever. But I Oh, <laughs> all right. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, somebody called about that yesterday, too, the PBS show. Hmm. All right, thank that you, Mike. Alan, I can't believe you became less funny over time. I can. <laughs> Everybody gets less funny over time. I'm no different. All right, um, let me break, and... Um, if you want to text here, 35192, and you can hit us up at alancockshow.com. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. Studies show that listening to The Alan Cox Show helps reduce road rage by 60%. Per- hey, learn how to drive, you f- dip. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven or eight hundred three four eight one double zero seven. There are a lot of people with local phone numbers who are calling out old old bits of mine. So I'm I'm genuinely perplexed at how you even know some of the things you're asking me for. But maybe they moved here from Pittsburgh, or maybe they've just gone down the rabbit hole and found whatever they could. I mean, they're asking a couple of people asked me for things that never even made the CDs. That's how good they were. See? Yeah. People uh, care. Um, I'm going to have the last, might be the last, chance for you to win 1000 bucks. I think the last one is at 630. Uh, so a chance for you to text and win in a minute here. Keith Jewett out in LaGrange, Ohio. Uh, just got 1000 bucks from us, so congrats to him. Also congrats to Brandy Molden in Warren. She got... Uh, game three Cavs tickets for Sunday night at WMMS.com. So you can go back there and try to get tickets for Tuesday night. We will have a pair for you on Monday's show. To join us, four of us, going to game four at the queue uh, on Tuesday night. And you can join us there. Pound Cake will be down in the plaza a little bit early. Means Erica will be over there in the booth. No. 
Who's going to answer the phones? Oh, I can answer the phones. Yeah, I forgot about the phones. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to sit in there. I mean, I could just pick them up over here, but that's an exercise in... Uh, that's dangerous. You can't do that and, and do all the prizes and stuff. It would be too much. You'll waste so much time doing that. Who? You. No, I mean like caller calls, not prize calls. Yeah. Oh, I, I would say. have to do the prizes. Yeah. Uh, CLE Clothing Company, by the way, if you want to get yourself some baseball game-appropriate gear, you can. Navy and Red Baseball Collection uh, down there. Flagship store is at East 4th and Euclid. They're over in University Circle. They're out in Crocker Park now, or you can just be lazy and shop online. That's easy, too. It's me. Yeah, me, too. You can go to cleclothingco.com. Whether you buy in-store or online, use BUNT, this month's code, to get you 20% off. If you need socks, if you need T-shirts or tank tops, they can hook you up. they got those vintage buzzard tees on there, too. So if you're doing some shopping, screwing around this weekend uh, online, use BUNT. Save 20% at cleclothingco.com. And uh, congratulations. Five Guys is the best hamburger in the country, and people who live in California and love In-N-Out are pissed. I haven't had Five Guys ever. I should. Oh, you really should. Uh, 625. 625. 625. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I sh- knew I should have said burgers. I knew I should have uh, said burgers. I'm so out of I was it. Like, I was like, yeah, that's not that good until you said, I should try it. I'm like, now, now we're talking. Pretty cool to have three guys in there. She's graduated from three guys to five guys. Upgrade. Yep. Pretty cool to have three guys in there. Oh, man. <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? And I wouldn't I even catch do. it if he didn't uh, timestamp it for me. No. I'm not even... Uh... How, how yeah, sometimes. You, you really do listen to me, then. Yeah, that's kind of our job. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. They're just like, you really do listen to me, because I don't listen to you at not, all. Not a word. I'm not an eye contact guy. I'm not a paperwork guy, but I do listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they did a huge uh, uh, nationwide survey on what hamburgers people liked. And the burger restaurant brand of the year is Five Guys. Uh, in and out number two, Wendy's Culver's, Whataburger, McDonald's. Smash Burger, I like them a lot. I don't know if they have those here. I've had them in Michigan. Mm. I don't know. You know, I've never had Sonic. There's one right down uh-huh. here in Parma. Love Sonic. And every commercial I see, I'm like, next time I want to have something that's like... Junk foodie kind of, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should go down. Every commercial looks awesome. Yeah. But I never once have gone down there. You should. The commercials are but better you, than you, their burgers. I don't like their burgers that much. I, I just mean like they have these weirdo the, shake concoctions. The shakes and, and drinks They are, have a happy hour yeah. for non-alcoholic beverages. Yeah. I enjoy that. But <laughs> do you have to have them come out to the window? I think maybe no, that's No, they have a drive-thru too. Do they? Yeah. I think what's been keeping me from going is I thought you had to have them come out to your window and nope. give it to yourself. They have a okay. regular drive-thru and then you can also do the car hop thing if you want. Okay. Or you, you don't go, want the experience? No, I don't want somebody... No. Hmm. What, do you, what, do they hang a thing on your window, or they just if bring it to you? stay there. I mean, if you want to eat there, they'll Because they have all tray. those ports over there. Yeah. I thought that's all it was. That's what was keeping me from doing it. I'm like, I... I it's like Skyway and uh, Swenson's around here. Those are... You have to order through the, the runners. Swenson's yeah. rules. I love Swenson's. I love Skyway, too. Skyway? I've never Skyway. Mm-hmm. I've never Skyway's not... Uh, it's, I think there's only one... In Akron, they opened some other ones for a while, but I think they've all shut down, and there's just the one original one that's in Fairlawn. And then Swenson's is, they've got a few places. Well, Wendy's and McDonald's were the only two, like, huge chains that made the top ten, so. Um, honorable mentions, Burger King Carl's Jr. <laughs> I like a, Wend- or, uh, a Dairy Queen burger. 
Dairy Queen's on there. I, I said DQ, that before. Yeah. Grill and Chill. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, there's that DQ right by Cedar Point. Oh, yeah. Either going in or coming out. Get yourself a wiener. Or... Last time I did that, <laughs> uh, the Fast Pass thing, that's where we stopped on the way out. Yeah. I had my kids with me, and we stopped there and got some... Some food for the road, and it was nice. Hey, Pound Cake, be careful, because uh, I was reading a thing about a grinder meeting that turned violent in Cleveland, so I want you to just keep your head down and... Keep your head up. Keep your head up, yeah. That's... Probably say that. Keep your head up. Just be careful. Mm-hmm. Where'd so, he go? Is he... A meeting on the on grinder led to a... <laughs> where, where did Pound Cake go? What happened to him? Did he, get, did he get kidnapped? Did he fall over? He just vanished. Is it the like the leftovers? Is it the rapture? Did he get raptured? <laughs> I, I swear to God, I just saw him out of the corner of my eye, and now he's disappeared. Did he run out of here? Like, there's no one expecting to come in. Pound cake. Did he have 70% to run to the sour cream. Hey, Cody. Is he on the floor? Go the check booth? and see if he fell on the floor. Did he pass out? No, he's not there. Is he off having snacks? Hold on. Where'd you go? I had to pee really, really <laughs> I had to pee really, really bad. Yeah, okay. okay. I didn't even. I don't look over there all the time, and I'm start going off on some violent uh, home invasion off Grinder, telling him to be careful. And we look over, and you're not there. <laughs> we, we thought you got raptured. Sorry, I literally tried to. I was. I could wait to the lat to the end of the show. Why didn't you trucker bomb it in there? You could have been under the board, and we would have never known what was going on. Or couldn't on. you have said, hey, guys, be right back? I, I was trying to be real quick, but then the cleaning lady was at the bathroom right there down the did hall. You have to did go... you think we wouldn't notice? I mean, we didn't notice. Did you have did... to go down to the executive bathroom? I had to go down to the executive bathroom all the way down there. Oh, that's and... your favorite one. That's the one where you kind of pooped a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I couldn't even, like, enjoy. I couldn't even luxuriate in the releasing of, like, my urine because I was like, I have to hurry up and get back to the show. Luxuriate in the releasing of your urine. Okay. You pee different than the rest of us. That's not a luxuriating moment. Well, it's a release. It is a release, but <laughs> but I was like, I was like, I gotta get back. I gotta hurry up and get back. I guess that so, shows I mean, it's you gold, like so, yeah, how I guess long be we don't notice he's there when he's not speaking. Well, what what had you are you have you been drinking a lot during the show? I tried to drink a lot of water and I had an iced tea, but not oh, a lot. There it is, the brisk iced tea. But I had one, and I've been drinking water this entire show, so. And in between the breaks, I, I should have went. I should have gone. gone. I corrected myself. <laughs> he did. <laughs> but I should have gone. And then I'm like, I'll be back. It would be 30 seconds. I'm like, damn it, she's down there cleaning. But I'm already out, so let me just go pee. Should have just peed in her bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, I Pardon hate- me, ma'am. You've got one more thing to clean up before you, know, you call I, it a night. I could have like gone in there and just like peed while she was cleaning. But I, that, I still like... I feel like that's just like sticking a knife in and turning it because if you're like that person when someone's like doing the dishes and you stick just like one dish in the sink as they're or cleaning, you walk across a wet floor when someone's yeah, mopping. I don't want to be I that. I always person. feel bad like when we go to the elevators and they just mop the lobby <laughs> and you're like, "Well, sorry, yeah, gotta, yeah. gotta get that out of here." So, sorry, minor well, it's setback. not like they're gonna re go over it. They right. don't care. Yeah, they, they don't, don't care. care. I know, but I still feel once bad. over and done. I think that's like, something what? that you've ruined my work. Right, but that's like something you are like. Like, my mom was always real big about us not walking on the wet floor when yeah. she would mop. So but they're getting paid no matter I un- what. I understand, but it's just, like, that natural, like, It's uh-oh. a muscle memory. Yeah, of, yeah me yeah. too. When I walk out there, I go, sorry, and they're always like, that's okay. 
They don't have headphones in. They don't even hear me. I'm they like, hey. They're like, what? Yeah. The funniest part about this whole thing was I'm in the bathroom thinking, I'm like, they're not going to know I was, I was gone. I was gone for like 2.5 seconds. And then as I'm going down the hallway, I was like, they're not going to know. I can see her, Cody. I'm like. <laughs> 2.5 seconds. I'm like, they really realized I was gone. Well, that, you never like, know when I'm going to call on you, Poundcake. I know. That's, that's what I was today's trying, lesson. I was trying to make it quick. The one time But you I could leave. give us a heads up. Just say, guys, I've really got to pee. Guys, got to pee. Be right back. We I'm go, the, okay. Cool. I would have, put up a, like, uh, where's your, don't you have a, a board? Yeah. Just I, put gone peeing. I literally, <laughs> I was just going to go down the halls. So I didn't think it would be that quick, that long. Well, we know where the bathroom is. Okay. Well, next time I will do that. Let's put it this it's, way. It's, if it's long enough for us to look over and you're not there, when Alan, actually Alan was talking to you and he just looked over and we were like, wait. We literally thought you either passed out or got raptured. Yeah. He asked if you fell off the chair and you were down there. It's the, it's not so much the peeing, it's the sneaky pee. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just feel love, guys. Like, yeah, but we didn't notice for a little while. I mean, Ellen yeah, was we, talking to you. We literally don't know how long you were gone. We just knew that you were. Piss warm 90. Piss warm 90. <laughs> just thought he'd sneak up on out of here. I didn't want to draw attention to myself. And look, See, I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. Yeah, why is that? When we're live on the air, why is that the one time you don't want to draw attention to yourself? I when you're going to ghost from the booth. But I wasn't going to, you know, go get a snack or... or, or but out, but out of the room is out of the room. True, but I... You just I, go, guys, I've got to pee. I go, okay, I understand. I mean... It probably would have been more entertaining if I had to pee myself, so... Well, no, I don't want you to piss yourself. No, I know. I would just right. say... If you think, just say, I've got to go down and pee. You're not allowed to eat in that room. Of course you're not allowed to pee in there. I get it. <laughs> it looks greasy. Mr. Sneaky Pee over here. <laughs> That's your new nickname. He's very sneaky about his You did it habits. to yourself. Sneaky P. Oh. They call him Sneaky P. Yeah. <laughs> Colonel Sneaky P. Let me try to win you some money. I think this is the last chance for you to do it. Uh, maybe 7.30 because the uh, Tribe game won't be on yet. So either the last or second to last. Good luck. Your shot at $1,000. Now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll receive a confirmation text. Standard message and data rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. Good luck from WMMS. I'm looking ahead here. Okay, so there will be one more at 730. If you're still trying to get your grubby little mitts on that $1,000, and frankly, why wouldn't you? Yeah, go to the weekend. Hoodrich. <laughs> Buy some <laughs> <It's>, rims. <laughs> Is that Hoodrich? $1,000 is a lot of money. I think a Hoodrich is being like a few hundred bucks. Hoodrich is like a stipend when when you don't have anything. You've never had like money and you get like just some random amount of money given to you. But it has to be a minimum amount, doesn't yeah, it? To, I mean, like 20, 20 bucks, bucks isn't going to work. Yeah. Right. Hoodrich, I would think, is like $1,000 or more just bestowed really? upon you. Yeah, anything that could be a tax return. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't have to pay taxes on $1,000. Right, but I'm saying like a tax return Oh, I, I see what you yeah. A refund. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Like one time I got I, I got a refund for the first time ever. I have since then, but it was my first tax refund. And I tweeted that I was going to go buy some rims. And then like an automotive company hit me up. And they're <laughs> like, we can help you pick out some rims. I'm like, I was kidding, but mm. thank you. But yeah, it was like a thousand bucks or something. And I was like, ooh, I never have any kind of money. And of course, I blew it on stupid crap. Because that's hood rich. That's what you do. Yeah, I got another one of those. Uh, my taxes done mm. long time ago. Whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Refund everything. Yep. I get one of those stupid Rita bills. Oh, so do we. 
But I pay. Oh, we owe more than we thought we were going to owe yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's really annoying. Oh, they, why, I don't know why they don't figure that out. I mean, I had a guy do my taxes this year. Well, is it? are they estimating payments for you quarterly? Uh, I don't know. You might want to check because or sometimes it's, tax it's, guys will set you up on a plan. To, it's supposed to come out. That stuff's all supposed to come out of your paycheck. Just another tax. So I don't know why they're charging me down no, the road. It's like Lakewood taxes, you actually have to pay Lakewood. Like that, it doesn't come out of my check. It oh, I, I have see. to pay. Oh, maybe to that's Lakewood. what's going on. Uh, yeah. Since we moved to the friggin' suburbs. Yeah, where it's ex- dude. Taxes. What, what a smart move on my part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least you're renting. Our Rita, you would cry if you saw our Rita tax bill from last year because we work outside of this the uh, suburb. We how much in. was it? Upwards of five thousand dollars. Mine's fourteen hundred. I was like, "Oh my god!" And I th- because they were saying we owed something from the year before that we never like we get our taxes done. You know, I didn't know, and they're like, "Well, you underestimated your taxes," and I don't really understand it. No, All I know you is, guys overestimated yeah. my taxes. All I know is we keep getting Rita bills, and they're never cheap. They're never less than like nine hundred dollars. I'm like, okay, it's fun being a homeowner. Uh, I should have stayed in the city. Yeah, mm, whatever. Well, I think, I think actually, um, is Independence a Rita City? Yeah. Like if you, but if you, li- but they take it out. If yeah, they take thing. it out if you work here. If but we work if here. You're... If you live here, though, like if you moved to Independence and you worked here, you wouldn't be charged Rita. Well, yeah, because they're not going to double dip. But everywhere else, oh, you got this for working here. Oh, you got this for living here. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And there's a couple cities that are like Rita exempt, and I don't know which one. I know Cleveland is, but I don't know which other ones are. That's what jammed me up because I live in Cleveland for five years. I didn't pay anything like that. Yeah. You going to buy a pair of those detachable jeans? <laughs> oh, those are you know so it. detachable you jeans. You know it. Yeah. Actually, right. those work for fishing. Pardon me. Because... Can't you just buy the cargo pants that the legs zip off? No, the thing is, is if you go... A true fisherman would go out early in the morning. Right. When it's still a little chilly, the sun hasn't come up yet. The best time to start fishing, especially like spring, summer months, is to go really early in the morning, like 5, 6 a.m., get out there where the... The um, what you call it? The dew is still on the ground and uh-huh. everything, and it's chilly in that that during that time. But then the sun comes up; it gets kind of warm. Zip your ha- other half of the jeans off, and you got jorts. Huh? So you are going to buy detachable jeans? Well, yeah, because I think I'm going to go on a fishing trip <laughs> with my dad this summer. But these are more like fashion. Like, wouldn't you just wear They're like four hundred and twenty-five dollars? Yeah. Which I is will ridiculous. not be purchasing those. No, they're yeah, so maybe. stupid. You'll get a knockoff. Now, if I got the thousand dollars from this contest and bought those jeans, I'd be hood rich. But are people really buying these? Ironically, you know, there's, I don't there's been two gonna... or three stories over the over the course of the week. There were the clear jeans, uh huh. These detachable jeans, the romp hems, the romp hems, the, the mud jeans. There were the mud jeans, but also uh, everybody was flipping their lid because Chanel. Was selling a thirteen hundred dollar boomerang, yeah, and four hundred dollar golf balls with a Chanel logo. Uh huh. So these some people these things cost money to make, not that much as they're trying to sell them for, but they must figure some people will buy these things, which seem utterly ridiculous. I've seen people buy that Chanel boomerang. I've seen their pictures on Instagram, but not people you know, though. Celebrities. Okay. That's what I mean. So some people are buying these as a goof. Yeah. Trying to be like, hey, look. Throw away, yeah. yeah. People that are flashy and have disposable income. Mm. And there's a market for that, so. Speaking of flashy and having disposable income, Stripper Scott. <laughs> oh. 
Hello, everybody. What's going on? Hey, uh, real quick, um, Rita is just, it's horrible. I'm sorry. I hope they're not listening. Well, they can't get me anyways. I, I, listen I hope they are not listening, the Rita people. Also, the Rita you pay might be a little different than the ones we're talking about. <laughs> hi -o. That's right. Yeah, her name's Rita. She's a meter maid from mm -hmm. uh, Beatles. Oh, whatever. That was horrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, my friend... It's um, a syntax you pay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all you yeah, could muster. Basically, if I understand correctly, uh, a bunch of cities and suburbs got together to try and uh, even out how the taxes work for that. If you work in one city, you live in another one. But it's so uh, corrupt and so much uh, backroom dealing is going on. The guy that started it went to jail. I forget his name, but my friend's uh, grandfather worked in the office with the guy, and he went to jail. I think he died in jail. The guy who started Rita? Was his wife's name Rita? Was it an homage? No, it that stands for regional income tax. I know, but whatever. I didn't know a guy started it either, so. Huh? Yeah, it was um, his wife and I. We, I don't want to bore you with our long stories. Too late. <laughs> we were, both of us, moved away somewhere, and they hounded us for tax money that we didn't owe. But they tried to fine us because we didn't pay it for the year that didn't even file yet. And we eventually got it straightened out, but they they just hound you. It's so it's so upsetting. They gotta get their cut, Scott. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, That's it's why you should like, sock a little away instead of stuffing it into all those girls' G strings. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, I started to have a little uh, envelope in my one drawer where I can start putting money away for one year. Uh, he's gonna get drunk <laughs> one right. night and... for a rainy day. Yeah. And rainy yeah, day is that's... dancing at the Husker Club <laughs> tomorrow night. Yeah, I actually uh, blew that envelope twice already since I started. Yeah, you need fire. you need um you need an independent party that you like or a or a hedge fund or something you don't have access to. Hedge fund. It's when he puts money in his bushes. That's the only hedge fund he's gonna get. Oh, let him do what he wants with his money. All right, thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. Hedge fund. That's right. Oh. Penalty for early withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me break. We'll come back, wrap all this nonsense up. And uh, if you want to get the last word in, you can send a text 35192. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station.